Welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name is Sean Bell. I'm joined by Matthew Murray. Hello. And James Farley. Hello. Um, I, I haven't I haven't thought of anything funny for the intro this weekend. <laughs> Let's start um, by talking about the fact you did your FIFA stream. I did my FIFA stream. Yeah, that was good. It, it was it was incredible. That was actually I actually enjoyed that a lot. Um, I, don't, I mean, I don't, you know, everyone was like, oh, does this mean you're into football now? No. Um, but I did enjoy streaming. Are we, we going to talk, talk about this in what you've been playing or can we do it now? What, what do you want to do? I, mean, I mean, I was going to, because there's a bit of feedback about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Do you want to, should we just do yeah, the usual intro? So, okay, fine. Uh, this show is supported by Patreon. Um, our $10 patrons uh, regularly complaining that they literally do not have enough free time to go through all the stuff we're putting out. So if that sounds like a life problem that you want to have, uh, why not head to patreon.com forward slash tcgs um, our Patreon producers for this episode are Alan M. Nash Steve Garrett and Aaron Patrick what is in the feedback Matt? so Rich Byrne starts off hi fellas like Villa getting back into the Prem Sean's journey has been a long time coming but will, is well worth the wait absolutely <laughs> glorious stuff from both Bill and the chat I definitely want to hear Sean come up with more of his own names of things uh, kick in had me in an unacceptable <laughs> amount of stitches for some reason back of the net well, I can't um, remember was a kick in a, a corner kick did I refer to that was that what I called the kick I think it was, was yeah yeah yeah, yeah, Probably, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, there's. Uh, I should. I I sort of stopped myself and then made a joke of it. I should have just gone straight in with it when I referred to the other team as enemies. <laughs> I think <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to yeah, maintain like that. that enemies or baddies, depending on how. I'm also, feeling. when you were quite um, confused when like the second half started, now we're going the opposite way. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I remember <laughs> that. I remember we going. You go different ways now, don't yeah, you? In the second half, legitimately forgot. Um, so yeah, that that was good. I mean, to be, and to be clear, this isn't something I was like doing as a joke. I just genuinely have no i no idea. What I'm talking about. <laughs> Unbelievable. Actually, Brad in Iowa covers that. Hey, fellas, on last week's show, I loved hearing Sean attempt to define some common terms from the sport I know as soccer. As an American, I know about as much as the sport, uh, about the sport as he does, and I honestly have no idea what he got right and what he got wrong. <laughs> I do, however, understand what Matt and James are going through. A few, a few years back, I attended a baseball game with some non-American, uh, with non-American. I was stunned to talk to someone who didn't know what home run, strikeout, foul ball, walk, or stolen base were. These are just some of the things that every American seems to understand from birth. Just curious if any of these terms make sense to you, or if it's all just gibberish. So, um, I love a show, keep it could work. So, home run, I presume we all know what that is. Yeah, it's when you go all the way around the whole, yeah. all the bases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Does I it have to be in one go, or does it, is it just yeah. when you get to the end? Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was in one I go. Assume, you hit, yeah. you hit uh, it, and then you run around the whole of them. Okay. Strikeout, I, I think that's when someone does like, it's three, isn't it's it? Three throws, and if you don't yeah. hit it, then you're out. Yeah. A foul ball, I assume it's just if someone throws it badly. Yeah, like cricket. I think so. Yeah, so, yeah. So it doesn't count as a strike if the yeah. I nearly said um, the bowler. If the bowler throws oh, the ball God. badly, <laughs> a walk. I mean, a walk. I mean, uh, is I'm going to guess that that's maybe when people go from base to base. Is I, that when? Okay, I'm probably is, wrong about. I mean, this. none of us know. So this is no, no. But is this when the bowler bowls? Not bowler. What is it? The throw, <laughs> what is it called? Is it a thrower? No, I don't know what it's called. The person no, who's like chucking the, the ball. Pitcher. The pitcher. Yeah, that's it. When the pitcher is chucking the ball and they make like mistakes, so then they get a free walk, like to the next base. That's what I'm guessing. Mate, possibly. I thought. Okay. I think didn't we not just cover that with foul ball? Or is it? Is it? No, no. Okay, this is where the no, consequence, no though. You know, it's like okay, yeah. right, uh, and a stolen base. Now, no idea. Stole, okay, obviously I know what the bases are. Stolen base. Um, 
Is that when maybe like two people on different bases and someone runs to the other base when someone's already there, but they haven't? It's they started being run out in cricket. Maybe it's that. Oh yeah, maybe. And it turns yeah, and it turns out so the guy in front should have yeah. ran on, but he didn't. But yeah, Brad and I were any other Americans. When anyone's just found a baseball, please let us know what we got right and what we got wrong. But yeah, FIFA, the journey, Sean Bell, the journey. That yeah, um, that was absolutely <laughs> immense for, for, for from the first minute where you had that picture of Wembley in, and your face in what you know with, with even the dot matrix sort of style. Uh, to your webcam making out as if you're on the big screen at Wembley from that onwards it was uh, it was brilliant and like we oh, cheers, had like you know what was it 90 plus people in the chat for a long time so the yeah. chat was yeah, popping that was over 100 it was amazing people think, turned up yeah, 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 yeah I think it was 101 it peaked at one point was, oh, and the same people were like chatting and yeah, it was it was it was gag central in the chat. It was brilliant. And it's, it's just really funny. It's just really great to see you sort of getting to grips with it and you know <laughs> getting your first goals were, were were great. And people in the chat taking taking training really seriously, saying, "Oh, yeah, he's yeah. really got to work harder. This is not focusing on the game in hand. This is he's never going to you know live, live get into the Premier League with this sort of you know attitude mentality." Um, but then you know, Hull City thrashed uh, Real Madrid three 0 So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, know pre-season <laughs> friendly of all time, Hull. But- <laughs> I mean, yeah. we've been discussing whether or not I need to change the difficulty, haven't we? Yeah, because I but honestly don't know. I well, this is what I think of it. Can we talk about FIFA now? Then can we just can we do it now? Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't going to mention it more. We've been playing, so oh, okay. yeah, go for it. Because you see, I love this stream, Sean. I thought it was fantastic, mm-hmm. and I just it was one <laughs> of the you. best I've ever seen. Because I was sitting there, and I, I had no idea how you were going to approach this and how it was going to end up. <laughs> but I I think though, you see, what I want to know from you, Sean, is. Mm. Did it feel good when those first goals went in? Oh yeah, of course it did. That's nice because it because it and because it felt like a <laughs> oh, bit of a struggle. Nice. Like that's that's my concern is that like as funny as it is, like just absolutely thrashing everyone. Um, like you know, after sort of week ten, yeah, I'm. I, it's not going to feel like a struggle anymore, and I'm going to need to uh, adjust the difficulty. I think, but I mean, we'll see. Well, I think. I um, mean, with that, it will tell you anyway if you start to keep thrashing teams on a regular basis they're like oh, you probably should increase the difficulty now because this is a bit I mean a bit easy a, a, a James hit a whole thrush Real Madrid in a 4-0 on a pre-season friendly I think it, it's pretty realistic we know yeah. how easy yeah. I mean like but it is interesting way. the way you sort like obviously I, I still understand like none of the technicalities of it but like like it, you know you so quickly learn that like obviously being surrounded by people on the other team is bad it's like like it's sort of like on a very very sort of basic strategic level it's like it's about just sort of reading like the shapes and the formations and it's like oh but if i can pass the ball to that guy who's out like on the outside he can go around and and you know and and i say i'm definitely using all the wrong terms but it's yeah you realize it is just about like shapes and movement yeah. and, and and it is sort of inherently like I don't think I could be bothered sitting through a, like an actual football match but then obviously everyone's like that's what highlights are for that feels like cheating to me no um, I mean that's the whole thing but, because that is what yeah. football is it's like watching yeah. it's watching the strategy play out as well and like yeah. adapting to it as it's going on at the time mm-hmm. and everything and I think yeah. like if you play it on harder stuff later you'll get even more into that and it can be really yeah. cool because you can start to like mm-hmm. notice the team like the, you know, the opposition like you know how they're how they're set up and how you can exploit it and stuff like that and it's kind of yeah because like like at the moment like the difficulty i've got it on like if i've got the ball i can just sprint past everyone yeah what difficulty are you playing on at the moment moment? Uh, whatever is the lowest i think yeah i think it's on amateur yeah oh okay which certainly describes me so you know it it was definitely (laughs) like certainly for that first stream it was the right decision because it was just funny as fuck 
But also, um, but we'll we'll just see how long that joke runs, I guess. The other thing that I thought was interesting, and I don't know if you agree with me on this, is that I think did this feel quite? It, it looked like it was quite accessible to you as well, though. Like the game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, way, yeah, yeah. You know, it, um, it didn't look like, like it was the, at all difficult for you to like figure out what you needed to do and all that kind of thing. It looked. No, yeah. certainly not. Like you know, I think I mentioned. Um, so, like, I tried to play NBA Two K Seventeen, the one we got for free yeah. um, on PlayStation Plus, um, and like even knowing a bit about basketball, I found that really impenetrable. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, yeah, this this felt pretty accessible. I, like, obviously, there's a lot I still don't know, mm-hmm. um, but generally, like this button is pass uh, pass. This button is shoot, um, <laughs> and you move around with the stick. Like you can get by at least to begin with yeah. like just knowing that so yeah but i, I just I, yeah i've seen like those first goals go in it just looked you did look genuinely happy when it happens and i just oh, thought, God, yeah. i thought that was, yeah, was um, great. that was great you know <laughs> i mean and the thing is i know that you're never going to be into football or anything but yeah. what i was hoping you might get for this from this is like some kind of feeling of like why we like it a lot you know, yeah. at least playing it, like why I play this so much, because it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is, yeah, absolutely. it is good. Like, it is, it is good to yeah. play through. The, um, <laughs> so, if you haven't watched the stream, I ended up supporting, or sorry, not supporting, playing for um, Hull City, because um, they had a tiger on the logo, and that was, that was that's why, you know, what else am I going to base it off? Um, I've, I've been reading up on the team. Their owner is an arsehole. <laughs> like, have you read, are you, is, I don't know if this is, something you're familiar with or um but basically he's been trying to like rename the team for like the last like five years or something yeah and he, want, yeah, he wants to, to rename City tigers isn't it isn't that, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and just none of the fans want it and it's just been this constant and then he did like at one point he did a survey where you either had to tick like uh like yes i'm happy to rename to hull city tigers with the continued support of the current <laughs> owners or no i don't want it to be renamed <laughs> yeah it's a dick um so yeah, yeah, uh, it was yeah really enjoyable doing that. Um, I'm looking forward to next week, well, well this week tonight. Yeah, tonight, by the time yeah. you, you listen to this, what, what, what about? I down. mean, what, what do you think of the actual journey itself? Like the <laughs> you know the uh, uh, do, uh, do the know actual what? single fine. player campaign like, you're doing. Like I'd heard people like some people have told me it's like really shit, and you know like oh there's like way too much like actual football between the story bits. I thought the pacing's been okay so far. Yeah, I don't know if that changes. It it does change. Like okay, <laughs> at the moment they're they're kind of like setting you up for everything at the moment, like to show you how right. everything works. But yeah, it's yeah. um yeah it it does change a bit. Okay, fair enough. Well, we'll see. But no, but yeah, it's, it's fine. Yeah, it's great, stop. and yeah, and if you listen to this and you haven't seen it, like the uh, the archive of Sean's stream is up on our YouTube channel, and there'll be a new stream tonight. If you listen to us on Wednesday, uh, uh, all, all credit to Matt for making a YouTube friendly version of the stream. <laughs> by the way, I'm, I'm oh, just yeah. going to have to turn the music off for the yeah, future. Yeah, no, but, but there is a setting in in the menus to turn music off. Um, okay, so cool. if you you've, if you could do that, then yeah. Yeah, because like, like, we mentioned it on the stream. It's like, oh yeah, I wonder if we'll get a copyright strike. We got. I mean, I lost count. Of how many we got? Yeah, <laughs> but I, I was thought. I thought, okay, we'll get it. But what will happen is it'll be those films where you can't monetize this video anymore because oh, yeah, yeah. you know I'm like, fine. But no, we got. We, not only do we get multiple ones of those, we also mm. got one where it said, "Oh, this is actually blocked in a few countries." <laughs> and then I was like, okay, a few, that's fine. And then I, I like, there's a, it's like um, you hover over this section in, in like the YouTube back end to see what countries, and it's seventy countries. <laughs> it's like it's like, but, but yeah, most that's of the countries of them, anyone could even name. That's good. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay, it's not yeah. just blocked in a few. It's basically blocked everywhere. So I had to Amazing. go in, download the video, cut cut out this this one part where it has this one particular song, and then the others are still in there. But that's just no monetization. But who cares about that? So um, Amazing. yeah. If you go next time uh, and uh, and turn that menu music off, it should be a yes. little bit better. Well, I think because it's only the menus, isn't it? It's not like yeah, you know, like a lot of games. If you took the music out, like you'd you'd be missing quite a lot of the experience. But actually, during the actual game bits, there's yeah, nothing. Yeah, I mean, I tell you uh, what. Yeah. To be fair to them, that is something mm. that um, Remedy did quite well with Quantum Break. Is they had that oh, yeah. they had that option in the settings where you can like switch off licensed music if you're streaming. Yeah, yeah that's it's getting, getting more common. That I've I've spotted it in a few things I've streamed. Yeah, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, it's, it's good. A, mm, I mean, yeah. it makes total sense. I mean, like, people aren't are going to be less bothered about wanting to create content or stream a game if you're like, well, what's the point if it's going to get blocked yeah. or yeah, yeah, copyright absolutely. stuff? So yeah, it, it's 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 quite a, like a astute decision from these developers to start thinking about the streamers and YouTubers who want to create content. Mm. Sweet. Yeah, so FIFA stream was amazing, Sean. I can't wait for the next one. Thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm well psyched. Well yeah. psyched. Um, Lindy Bailey emailed him. We talked about Dragon Quest Builders 2 last week. I've some suggested it. Um, and she's got an email. So talking about Dragon Quest Builders 2 from last week and with Sean not getting into the first one. I didn't play the first one, but I've definitely been hooked by this one. Whilst it's true that the free build element doesn't appear till much later in the game, the tutorial mode... Uh, the story islands each have a great standalone story which feeds into a much bigger story arc I've only played a couple of Dragon Quest games myself but whilst I'm sure this is a great addition to the greater universe I didn't feel like I had to necessarily know much more about the lore and backstory that seems to stand alone fine there's building obviously farming cooking crafting defeating enemies boss battles and relationship dynamics that you build with your two main friends and other villagers this gives you uh, this gives your creative character a real sense of being within the world with daily tasks to do not given by the game but created by the player as you start to feel a real sense of responsibility and pride when it comes to the village you're in i honestly didn't think i'd sink as much time into this game as i have um at best i think i'll complete story mode and i'll be done but my villagers need me and i'm still here building and working to complete the optional targets i agree with others that you have to put it in that i've put it in for game of the year keep up the great work uh also uh, I, I, I tweet are saying that, that there is a demo on switch as well so oh shit okay yeah um it sounds like we we have to try it, Sean. Yeah, we will promise at some point between now and December. God knows when, because fucking games are coming out now, aren't they? Oh, Ridiculous, aren't they? The amount. How dare they? I mean, this um, last week is mental. I mean, I'm not complaining. Yeah. It's it's great, but it's like yeah. it's gone from nothing to that. Yeah, yeah, good times. Uh, and we'll yeah. end the last bit with Athena Allen. Last week talking about VPNs and data and security and all sorts. And basically, she says if James is serious about minimising spying, I'd recommend getting a pie hole set up, running all home traffic for a VPN and using Firefox on all devices. As mentioned, you can't eliminate it completely, but there are great ways of reducing the data that can be gathered. Anyone yeah. know what a pie hole is? Well, it's for I assume it's Raspberry, raspberry Pi. Pie, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. people, I mean, I know people that do that who live in China that they have like a, a they run a Raspberry Pi in the UK or whatever, and then just like you know VPN into it that way. Because uh, that, okay. that's the way doing it. Because the trouble is yeah. over there is that often popular VPNs get blocked, um, particularly during right. times of political unst- uh, instability or when they're having like a conference so, so now or. Yeah. Yeah, whatever's yeah. going on. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I used VPNs before when I lived there, but I, I don't know what you say. I'm always a... This will sound ridiculous, but I'm always a bit suspicious of VPNs as well because I don't know... They always say that they're not collecting whatever it is you're doing, but it still yeah. feels they probably are. <laughs> it's, <Yeah. laughs> it's I know what you mean. You know, yeah. it's like... But yeah, no, she's right though. Um, absolutely, yeah. like, probably should yeah. do. Is that. this all going to bite me in the ass, big stuff later? Like right now, I'm like, I don't care. Like I've, I'm clearly on the internet, and even if I now suddenly start thinking about, you know, re- somehow 
reducing the amount of data that can be found or tracked or whatever it's too late like surely if you if you want if you want to be online you just have to give that up am i gonna in like 10 See, or I don't... whatever plus years gonna think oh what? i was so naive like you know data is now more as i said in the great hack data is like more valuable than gold <laughs> or some other resource because yeah, because what's really scary is that if enough of us start just like leaving the internet or whatever or successfully you know covering our tracks then eventually a profile will exist of the sort of person who is going to do that yeah. and when so <laughs> mm. and then that'll just be like i mean obviously yeah you can't think like that because if you want to get out then you just should yeah but i mean yeah. i i still think you can minimize it and it's a good idea to do so if possible mm-hmm. like i don't yeah. think it's a good idea i just don't think it's a good idea to just give loads of data to everybody i mean look at the joke government we've got at the moment. I mean, you know, you've got those sorts of things like the what was it? You know, the the like the anti porn legislation they had going and all that kind mm. of thing. They they are quite stupid in terms of yep. like what they want to do with technology, and it worries me yep. that they yeah. that they would have a lot of data on on citizens. So it's yeah, 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 don't, yeah. Like, yeah. What's happening with that anti porn thing anyway? I mean, I, it's a friend delayed. asked me the other day, so it's not. It's, was it, was no, it? it's been delayed. I mean, the, the okay, funniest cool. thing about that was when that was due to hit. On the original Brexit day as well, and it's like <laughs> imagine if that had happened. If we'd have had Brexit, and then also the porn had been shut off, the I think people, there would have been riots. It, like, yeah, you could see it in like you know in the future in sort of like uh, encyclopedias or whatever. You know, people saying like you know, oh, those are the porn riots. You know, stuff yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> interviewing people at the riots. Like, oh, so is it, you know, is it, are you here about Brexit? No, no, I'm here about the pornography. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was yeah that, but it's been delayed apparently because they figured out that it doesn't work. I think I was going to say they've realised it's impossible to implement. I imagine yeah. okay. it's not impossible. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not really bothered, but a friend a friend asked me, so I, I will. Yeah, I'll, yeah, let, yeah, I'll yeah. let them know what's yeah. happening with it. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. it for feedback. It's at Computer Game Pod if you want to tweet us some feedback or whatever, uh, or you can email podcast at thecomputergameshow dot com. Cool. Um, right. Yeah. Not doing a funny news intro this week. Um, I imagine anyone who's been on the internet for the last week can probably guess why. Um, I'm not going to go on about it because I know it touches on things that some of our listeners will be particularly sensitive about. And honestly, the internet probably doesn't need even more men giving their two penneth on the whole situation. Um, Last week, we mentioned the allegations made by a number of women in the games industry against male colleagues who've abused them either emotionally or physically um, and how those men have managed to keep their behavior under wraps through intimidation or the status they hold within the industry. Um, one of those women was Zoe Quinn, who accused Night in the Woods developer Alec Holoka. Um, and this week, Alec's sister Eileen confirmed that despite getting support from crisis services, uh, Alec had unfortunately passed away. Um, I just hope it goes without saying to our listeners uh, that you can and should react to both Zoe's accusation and Alec's death with sympathy. Like, so many people on the internet seem to think that the two are somehow mutually exclusive with some suggesting that Zoe should face criminal charges or they see the whole situation as a reason to not listen to abuse survivors, um, as if it isn't hard enough for them to get justice as it is. Um, so yeah, I just, just don't fall into the trap of letting this tragedy like deafen you to the experiences of other survivors, like actually learn about how these things happen and consider if there's anything you can do to help going forward, even if it's just listening to survivors and believing them because way too many people aren't even willing to go that far. Um, but yeah, right, James, what else is in the news, please? Thank you, Sean. Um, okay, well, Telltale Games is being revived. Oh, this is a weird one. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't There's... it isn't, right? It's yeah. sort of... Well, <laughs> yeah, it is, on. but yeah. not. 
like in a way. I mean, it's it's <laughs> yeah. odd because so what it is is Telltale's assets have been bought by a company called it's called LCG Entertainment, and mm. the company is going to sell some of Telltale's back catalogue, and then they're going to work on new games. This is what they've said, based on like Telltale associated properties as well as new licenses. I mean, who's going to get okay. the license? I mean. I wouldn't, yeah. like, at this stage, but it's a bit <laughs> odd. Um, so this is headed up by a guy called James... Is it James Otterley? And Ben Otterley, uh, Brian yeah. Waddle. Uh, no mm-hmm. relation to Chris. You get that. You should get that now, Sean. Um, nah, sorry. Okay. Go on. Never mind. <laughs> Scott, give me, give me a few more weeks. in 1990, but never mind. Okay. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, so neither of them worked at Telltale before, but they both have experience with licensed games, and they've worked on like mobile games and stuff like that. And they've mm-hmm. also brought in some workers from the original Telltale on freelance contracts, and then said mm. that in the chance they'll get, there's a chance they might get full time positions later. So, I mean, that that's the part of this that I feel a bit. I'm not sure about that because. It, yeah, it feels a bit. That doesn't feel great. Like I, I understand. You know, I think they've said, haven't they? Like, well, we can't just hire everyone again full yeah. time because that's why the studio shut down in the first place. Like, I understand this is the if they're trying to be careful about how they <clears throat> sort of regrow um, Telltale. But I mean, yeah, just offering freelance roles and maybe full time in the future yeah. is not. Like anyone who's been burned by their experience working at Telltale is surely going to stay entirely. Yeah, that's clear the thing. That. Like, it's more like I really hope the people who used to work there, who have maybe been offered these freelance positions, have other op- opportunities that they don't yeah. have to go back because surely no yeah. one's going to want to go back. Exactly. Uh, and particularly, it's like, oh well, you know, freelance, but you maybe you'll get a full time job. It's like fuck off. Like, but mm-hmm. but hopefully, <laughs> you know, people have options, opportunities elsewhere that they don't have to. But obviously, there will be people who. Yeah, then they may not have got work uh, since Telltale shut down, and this might be an easy in to get some money on the table. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it, it, it it doesn't sound great. But I, I do also mm-hmm. I do also understand from the, from the company's point of view that they can't go mad again as high. Yeah, as they, they, they're, they're trying sense, to be. Yeah, they're trying to be responsible not and not repeat the mistakes. But yeah. yeah, so they've also got the rights. They got the rights to the Wolf Among Us and Batman still. And okay. they're talking that some stories might get picked up, like they may continue, but it's not looking like The Walking Dead is ever coming back. But I mean, mm-hmm. I would, I would not think that's a great idea anyway, because they that had yeah. a good conclusion uh, with what um, Skybound yeah, it's did been to finished. it. So I mean, it's it's yeah. done. They should leave that alone now. There's mm-hmm. also there's no news on like Borderlands, Game of Thrones, Guardian of the Galaxy, or Minecraft. Nobody knows what's happened with that. But Stranger Things, you know they were going to make a Stranger Things game yeah. with Netflix, but that's now already reverted back to Netflix now, so they don't have the rights to that. Oh shit. Yeah. So I mean, they I mean according to like these these two that are in charge now, they said the plan is to sort of stay small and still keep with the concept of episodes, but with a different pacing, basically meaning like not massive gaps between stuff coming out. Yeah. So that's probably a good idea. I mean, he he talks about he liked the idea of like how you know at Netflix they often like just drop a whole series and it's all there already. Mm. You can still yeah. do episodic, but you can it doesn't have to be like a release schedule that's staggered, does it? You know, you could just release them all yeah. in one go. Yeah, and that's interesting because if it, my first reaction to that was well, just make one full game then. But yeah. but I no, guess no one's really done the whole thing where all episodes of a game are available day one. And well, I guess you know, yeah, interesting. Uh, uh, have either of you either of you watched any of the Hitman stuff that um, Daniel Dwyer's been doing for No, no Clip? Uh, it's no. been really interesting. There's, they talk a lot about the the. Ep- I mean, obviously, Hitman is probably different to like Telltale stuff because it's you know, like Telltale. It's it, because it's their stuff is quite story focused. The idea of it being episodic sort of fits. Whereas with Hitman, it seemed maybe a bit of a, a weirder fit. And so yeah, they uh, 
like IO Interactive went in with this attitude of like, we'll do it episodic. And then, you know, the first, you know, episode is like cheap or was it? No, it wasn't free, was it, Paris? You had to pay money for it. But it was, point is, you know, it's, it spreads out the investment. You don't have to pay full whack for it. And they're like, right. So we'll, we'll get loads of people on board with that first episode. The vast majority of players just paid for the full season up front. Like it just didn't work at all. <laughs> so I thought that was really interesting. And, and I'd be keen to see if like a similar thing has happened with Telltale or, um, you know, don't nod like with with Life is Strange and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But then also, I mean, you know, there's the lawsuit that's ongoing as well. There's like a class action lawsuit against the original yeah. company's executives, but apparently that won't impact on this new company at all. It's it's completely okay. separate now. So I guess right. we just have to see how it goes. I mean, I'd be quite mm. pleased to see some more games because I mean, I lo- I love those style, that style of game, but not yeah. if it means that people are going to get exploited by this. <laughs> that's yeah. The thing that's yeah. Not so good. But. Yeah. We'd also I mean, it, it, but I mean, when, you know, Telltale Games, you know, Walking Dead was brilliant and I did enjoy what I played of uh, The Wolf Among Us and I know other people are happy with other games they released. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know, I don't, I'm not like mega pumped to hear about more Telltale Games, mostly because technically they, they were never great and that never really improved. Maybe this new in this new era, the company will will fix that. You know, it, it says that yeah. one of their comments is that they'll focus on tools and technology and design in house. So maybe yeah. they do want to improve that. But I don't imagine know, if if <laughs> if they were right. We're doing Game of Thrones again, but you know. So obviously, I don't know if you played um, the the Telltale the Game I of did. Thrones. It was all it was yeah, so depressing. It was, <laughs> it was, and it was all like I mean, I only played the first episode, but obviously they had to write around the TV show, right? So it was it was mostly original characters and like no one who could really impact anything. And occasionally you'd meet Cersei and be like, "Oh, it's her from the telly." Um, what if what if they're like, "Right, we're doing Game of Thrones again, but this time it is the final series. You fucking decide what happens." <laughs> oh yeah, That'd no be one great. can complain anymore. Just rewrite it. That do would whatever you do want. Very well. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie will remember that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They should they should do that. It's free money, mate. It's on the table. Yeah, and, and, like, and like episode two is basically just pitch black. You can just see eyes. Yes, yeah, so you can't fucking see anything. Yeah, yeah you can't. You just, you just see like <laughs> X's, you know, like, and A's, and like, buttons to press on screen. Not sure what you're, what you're interacting with at all. Yeah. Uh, that's a gag about the episode being very dark. But, uh, you know, mm. um, yeah. I mean, but but Telltale, I'm not. You know, I, it, that doesn't get me excited. If you said, you know, the team behind Life is Strange. Yeah, is doing like more stuff for well, having other studios, but I'm like, okay, I'm I'm where I'm I'm there because I'm excited for that game. I love that game, but mm-hmm. yeah, but Matt, you I didn't know. play any Telltale games. You only played like Walking Dead. <laughs> How do you know this? But well, because I, well, I played played a bit of uh, The Wolf Among Us. I'm just not inspired to play more. The Wolf Among Us was really good. That was a really. Good... Did you play the whole of that that series? No, I played like the first two episodes and oh. I stopped. I mean, I, I, See, to I, be I, fair, I stopped, you... I stopped seeing that like, series three or four of Walking Dead. I just like wasn't it wasn't hooking me. It wasn't inspiring me to play. Fair enough. Okay. I mean, yeah, Wolf Among Us is just a fascinating setting, isn't it? It's yeah. just such a great idea, which obviously is lifted straight from the comics. But um, yeah, the Wolf I really Among enjoyed Us what was, I played of it. Was good. That was good. Yeah. The Batman releases were also good as well. They oh, were yeah. they were pretty fun. I mean, I actually still got the second series of that to play. I don't know if I can okay. actually anymore. Um, I'll have to check yeah. and have a look. But they, they there was some good stuff that they they released like, over the time. And also, I mean, technically, especially, I mean, I talked about it on here, like the, the last series of The Walking Dead, like the technology for that was significantly better. I mean, it still wasn't mm. as good as a lot of the other, like maybe as Life is Strange and stuff like that. But it was still very passable by that stage. But some of the stories yeah. were great. No, I'm quite no, interested in this. I mean, 
I mean, yeah, it's like uh, Wolf Among Us. So I only got, I think I played three episodes and then the fourth one just like wouldn't load. Um, and I yeah, couldn't be bothered mm-hmm. fixing it. Um, and it, like obviously, and it had technical problems even prior to that. I was playing on the Xbox 360, so like every time it went into a, a QTE, it would like stutter and pause, and I'd just miss loads of cues because the game just wouldn't let me do them. So that was great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I love the setting and yeah, and characters and what have you. But um, and yeah, Tales Tales of the Borderlands is fucking great. It might be Telltale's best thing. Never played that. Um, although I do own it, I think because it was free. I think with um. I think it was on oh, yeah. Xbox, you know, it was with um, Games with Gold or something like that before. Uh-huh. Or maybe even PSN, it, I can't remember. It's uh, yeah. It doesn't really, like, like, I had played the first two Borderlands games, but I'm, like, I wouldn't call myself like a rabid fan or anything. Um, I'm pretty sure it stands up on its own, to be honest. Yeah. Right, what else we got? Okay, um, well, speaking of exploitation, um, sorry, alleged yeah. exploitation, um, yeah. this is Chucklefish. Um, mm-hmm. So... Didn't, did they are they are they Stardew Valley? I've forgotten. They are Stardew Valley, yeah. Right, okay. So what happened here is Chucklefish have issued a statement responding to multiple accusations that it took advantage of unpaid volunteers. So this was over the game called uh, Starboard. And what it is is one of the game's writers... Starbound. Is it Starbound? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> is that right? Starbound, yeah. Starbound. Starbound. Oh, sorry, it's the autocorrect. <laughs> okay, so Starbound. So one of the game's writers had tweeted that he'd worked like hundreds like of hours on the game but wasn't paid anything and he was 16 at the time. And he claims that there were about a dozen other like unpaid workers like graphic artists and concept artists that were also in a similar situation. So Chucklefish responded to this saying that this is the they said this is the quote everyone was credited or, renum- or remunerated as per their agreement. You see, mm. I mean, that's a bit of a weird way of phrasing that. Yeah, which makes it sound like so that, that, well, that's basically saying no, they weren't paid. They, weren't they paid, agreed no. to not be paid. Yeah, they, they agreed to it. Doesn't doesn't mean it's not exploitative. But all right, carry on. Then we got okay. So this is the then this is they follow on. They said we're aware and saddened by the current allegations against Chucklefish regarding Starbound's early development. During this time, both the core crew and community contributors were collaborating via a chat room and dedicated their time for free. Community contributors were under no obligation to create content, work to deadlines, or put in any particular number of hours. So this guy then responded saying that the deadlines were in place and if they weren't formal, they were kind of like heavily implied that like this needed to be done or whatever by a certain time. And then he said, I was a naive newcomer to the industry and my trust was utterly betrayed. There is no moral defence for this. And so, I mean, I I mean, I feel this isn't doesn't sound very good. Like as in, obviously yep. they've probably not broken any laws, but it does sound like they've taken advantage of people that were probably hoping they'd get into the industry or whatever through doing this. Is that am I yeah. wrong about that? No, yeah, definitely. like they, there's uh, you know saying, oh well, they didn't, they were, yeah, they were under no obligation to create content. Like then don't use the stuff that they've produced if the uh, I don't know, the, yeah, this idea that like oh, but they wanted to do it is is shit. And like let's not forget. <laughs> you know, so this was this yeah, this was developed and published by Chucklefish, wasn't it? I know most things that have their name on they only published, but yeah, yeah, Starbound was just published by them, and it's like yeah. Eastwood is also published by them, but not developed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they also they also made Terraria, right? Which Did they? It, oh, which you know. can which I think you can get on like fucking everything. It's like insane. Yeah, um, how much? Um, like money that game has probably made, so they probably probably afford to pay a few kids mm. um, for doing work for them. Um, so yeah, that's uh, pretty pretty bad. 
See, pretty I mean, bad. The thing is, is I mean, people are obviously making their own decisions, but also mm. these are kids, not grown ups either. Exactly, and when you got like you know, like people who are like young and new to the industry, like they've just graduated from university, are open enough to exploitation. Never mind people who are literally sixteen years old. Yeah. So I mean, I can assume they didn't have to sign a contract. Just clarifying they wouldn't be paid or yeah. i mean because if, if there wasn't a contract i can see why there may be a bit of confusion or maybe the kids hoping that they would get paid so on and so forth but if this was done all above board and like it said okay well you know here's you know the role is unpaid work or it's this and the other sign this you know there's no salary then who would understand but i assume that was never potentially never even spoken about See, and so from yeah. this, it doesn't even look like there really was any kind of formal agreement with this. It sounds like they were all mm. in a Discord and they were like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if you could do this for us or whatever? And then people were doing things. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, community contributors, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the thing, yeah. And that's, mm. I mean, it's like that whole thing that we had with the music, wasn't it? With um, that Ubisoft were trying to get people to make music for them for free and all that kind of thing, like doing spec work. It's Yeah, yeah, yeah. With that, that is that hit record Joe. Yeah, uh, is like company. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, our community to create content. Yeah, it, it's 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 this is a sort of dodgy ground. It's like I guess they felt it's probably great to lean on the community who are like passionate potentially about this project and have great ideas, but there needs to be policies in place to to make sure everyone knows exactly where they are. And, yeah, and well, this with, is it. And like we've had, we've be had paid to, or not. like we've had to deal with this because we've had you know entirely well-meaning fans come to us with like stuff they've made for the show or you know like offering to do stuff for us and we're like like thank you but no because it's just too messy we don't want to get into a situation where like especially now that we're on patreon like like you know so say you know someone had done something for us six months ago and then later on we we started on patreon and suddenly it's like well is our success on patreon partly built on the back of someone (laughs) Mm. who did work for free and it's just no yeah you just and we were smart enough to say no so yeah, i mean I i'm know. sure i'll give them the benefit of the doubt and say like, i'm sure that they probably just thought this was like a good way to get the community involved but then there is that whole sort mm-hmm. of just like or maybe they thought it was free labor you know this kind yeah. of thing which is they didn't have to pay but i don't know yeah, and know. like you say the you know with beyond good and evil 2 it was it you know the, the whole spec work thing was so weird because it it did on one level certainly from the developers that were on stage it felt like to them a cool if somewhat naive way of being, of, yeah just being like yeah let's get it stuff in from the community that'll be really cool and we can actually pay them but yeah once you you know people looked into it and it's like oh no so like dozens of people could pitch and and have to actually make a thing and then only the thing that actually makes it into the game gets paid for and that's not good enough. See, also, I mean, um, employment now is so sort of like precarious anyway. For like, yeah. and people are so desperate to get in, like wherever they can. It's just mm-hmm. it leaves like these opportunities for you know bad situations. I think, yeah, yeah absolutely. And like, it. and I, I, you know, there was definitely a period of of my life where like I was like I was just working like part time in in catering and then just picking up like freelance writing work on the side and. That and, and you know, so I was on like a zero hours contract, <laughs> the, the catering job, which again is you know generally frowned upon. Like, but it it did 
work for me because it meant I could drop like the catering job when I had a lot of freelance on or I could go to events or whatever and no one was going to kick off at me because I didn't have set shifts or anything but then I also like didn't move out of my dad's house until I was about 26 so <laughs> you know it's yeah mm. Yeah, swing some roundabouts. Uh, yeah. well, with, with regards to pure audience or work for free, I'd mm. like to take this moment to thank Joe for making that FIFA 20 cover. Yes. Uh, and Jake for helping out doing the designs on t-shirts a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I mean, the two are related. I just thought I'd just thought, you know, I just thought yeah, yeah, in there because yeah. that just came to my mind there. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay, next story is that Reggie mm-hmm. is going to teach at Cornell University. Imagine Reggie being your lecturer. What's the, what's he teaching? Okay, so he's going to be. Well, it's not entirely clear, but it says he's going to become okay. Cornell's first leader in residence. Um, okay. So he graduated from there in 1983, and he's going to deliver uh, lectures, and he's going to work with the university community, and he's going to be teaching about. Okay, so this is leadership and conscious capitalism and service. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. I mean, wait, hang on. So by conscious capitalism. No, that's not the same as capitalism with a conscience. Is I it? don't know. So that's, that's the way it's written. It's like <laughs> it's self-aware capitalism. I think is the the idea. But yeah, I'm going to have so, to look at what conscious capitalism is now. Yeah. So he's going to be doing that, and his first talk is going to be on the 21st of October, and it will be open to the public. So that's pretty cool. Um, if okay. well, I'll get over there. Well, where is it? Is it like London? Is that's, it in like uh, you know that's, Leeds? That's in New York. And, uh, yeah. oh, okay, wait, sir. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I will. Uh, I'll see you there. I'll see you I'd there. love it if like he wasn't even teaching anything in particular. It's like here's a class where you can just turn up and Reggie will just say weird shit for two hours. <laughs> I'd yeah. pay for that. Here's some like concept designs for console. Here's like <laughs> concept you know, for the Ultra sixty four. I'd love to see him doing like, you know, talking about his time doing the Wii U, like, you know, classes on how to defend the indefensible, you know, stuff like that. It'd be, it'd be brilliant. Well, I'm, yeah. Um, so I found at ConsciousCapitalism.org, uh-huh. uh, quote, this is from the Conscious Capitalist Credo. We believe that business is good because it creates value. It is ethical because it is based on voluntary exchange. It is noble because it can elevate our existence. And it is heroic because it lifts people out of poverty and creates prosperity. Free enterprise capitalism is the most powerful system for social cooperation and human progress ever conceived. Okay. It is one of the most compelling ideas we humans have ever had, but we can aspire to even more. Yeah. That I mean, bit in the beginning about saying that it's a choice in the beginning is yep. absolutely not true at all. It's no, it's not. Is it? it's <laughs> we have to sell our labour. We have no choice but to do that. Otherwise, we can't yep. live. It's uh, yep. yeah. We have to engage with the system. Business is good because it creates value. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. Let's not get into this again. Um, anyway, I'm very excited to hear what Reggie has to say about this. Yeah. yeah. It'd be great. Uh, is it, I mean, I, I, well, can't you do like a worldwide tour of his talks? Just, just <laughs> I'll be up for that. Also, I want to get a t-shirt, like a tall t-shirt, all dates on the back, and his face. Yeah, yeah, big. All right. Yeah. Next story is that Valve are reportedly fighting EU anti-trust, uh, antitrust charges at the moment. Okay. So, what this is is so the Valve and Focus Home, Bandai Namco, Cam, uh, Capcom, Camcom, Capcom. <laughs> Cocker Media and uh, Zenimax have all been accused of breaching like antitrust rules, and this is because they've been preventing like what allegedly present preventing distribution of games outside like allocated territories within the EEA. And so okay. the argument with Steam is that the Commission alleges that Valve entered into these like bilateral agreements with publishers to region lock Steam activation keys from third party sellers. Okay. And so the others have all said they're basically going to cough up. And they're just gonna like 
pay the fines or whatever. That that's it. But Valve yeah. are intending to fight it. But apparently, I mean, the fines can be up to ten percent of your annual worldwide like turnover. <laughs> so that's quite okay. a lot. That, I mean, for Valve, that, that must lot. be a, a huge amount of money. And so, yeah. I bet the EU are quite pleased that they're probably going to fight this because, um, yeah, it's kind of insane. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean, given yeah, given the size, you know, on the one hand, it's like, oh well, yeah, it's Valve. They probably can fight it. But then when you consider that, like, yeah, like Cock Media and Capcom, etc., and and Zenimax, Jesus Christ, uh, are all just being like, yep, sorry, sorry, it's fine, sorry. Um, yeah, we, we should, implies that maybe Valve that. don't have a fucking chance. But, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, Epic have announced eight more exclusives um, hey. for for the Epic Game Store. So Let's harass developers again. Do you, do, you want to, do you want to hear which games you need to harass? Uh, don't do yeah, that. Yeah, sure. Don't do that. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we've got... Is it Ooblets? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is it Watam or Watam or what? What's that? Watam. I think it's Watam. just Watam. It, that's the new K- uh, Takahashi joint, isn't it? The the Katamari guy. Okay. I'm uh, excited. Then we've got the Auto Collection. So that includes oh, yeah. Adventure and Odyssey. They were good games. Mm-hmm. I quite enjoyed those. They were They're really good. I don't know if I'd need to play them on the PC. No. But, yeah. I mean, they were one of the last games I think I bothered playing on mobile, actually, because they were yeah, quite really good. nice and relaxing really and kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no Straight Roads. Don't know what that is. Don't know what that is, but it's yeah, fine. Uh, the Eternal Cylinder. Oh, that rings a bell, but I can't remember what it is. <laughs> okay. Airborne Kingdom. I mean, these are all games we haven't heard of, to be fair, James. Well, no, because uh... I was hoping that Sean would have done. That's why I'm reading them out. Oh, great. Put it all okay, on go me. On, go on, yeah. Sean. Jesus Describe Christ. Well, if I'd known you were going to do this, I'd have Googled them beforehand. And I'd be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, this is the You're doing pretty well. You've only, you've only blanked on one so far. So you're doing oh, yeah, pretty but well. I'm looking at the rest of the list, and I've got nothing, James. <laughs> so, so you don't know Superliminal <laughs> or Manifold Garden? Uh, the Manifold Garden rings a bell, but it says, it, oh, it's somewhere between an architectural exhibit and a physics simulator. That sounds like my shit. So, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. They're only they're still going to be coming to consoles as well, so they're only going to be exclusive on PC and okay. for the Epic Game Fine. Store. But I'm sure people yeah. will be super angry um, about that. I right. mean, the only the, like at this point, the only way I could get upset about it is like, oh, it means they're not coming to Game Pass then. <laughs> but that's a stupid complaint to have. Like, just buy the games because they're good. I'm really excited about Ooblets and and Watan particularly. So yeah, yeah. I mean, they might not be coming to Game Pass on PC, but mm. on console. Oh, they're becoming there, boy. That's not relevant, Matthew. Doesn't affect <laughs> it is, me. It's does really it? relevant. It's not on I mean, PC. It doesn't exist, mate. Doesn't, how, affect, doesn't I mean, affect me anymore either. Seems my Xbox is still broken. Oh yeah. yeah. Just well, you need to do that USB thing anyway. Well, I do. It's just annoying. Anyway, uh, Hound. So, I mean, at what point are people? How much longer are we going to have to deal with people hating Epic? That's until... never going to go away. That's absolutely never going to go <laughs> away. Is it? Mm. Nah. Five years time. You think people still going to be mad? Yeah, almost certainly. I think like once the epic story is actually just better and and or you yeah, know if it's or at least, at least matches with Steam. Steam's functionality, yeah, yeah. Um, I think people might stop complaining. I mean, yeah, the, the you know the sort of aggressive, um, you know, just as we've said many times before, just throwing money at the problem repeatedly um, is that's not like fair competition, but it is also saving the asses of loads of nice developers. So I can't get too upset, especially you know we've reached this point where yeah, so developers are getting like. Loads of really horrible abuse for announcing that they, you know, they signed an exclusivity deal with Epic, and it suddenly I I lose all appetite for wanting to be concerned about Epic, 
spending loads of money on on games. So I was just yeah, whatever. Because yeah, <laughs> so many stories it, you've heard, like it's like these developers, are like oh thank god that this means we yeah, we are guaranteed to be here in like twelve months time. Exactly. This game will like, definitely get funded. We will be able to keep paying our staff and do a lot more games. Like and yeah. then then people then just throw shit at the developers saying can't believe you signed with those guys. Well, they just want to fucking save their livelihoods and their business and exactly and and ensure that the the, comp- the future of the company, but. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah. I mean, getting these exclusives it is a winning strategy to get people to use your platform, which is probably yeah. what Google Stadia should do. I mean, it's you know, <laughs> they haven't bothered. You know, it's like it's working though, isn't it? It's going to work for Epic because they they figured it uh, out yeah, that you probably, need to give people yeah. a reason to like to use the store or whatever. Even if you yeah. hate it, people are still going to do it because they want to play those games mm-hmm. rather than just. I mean, get- yeah, like personally, I'm I, I'm already realizing that I don't really care about a lot of the extra sort of functionality of Steam because I don't use most of it. I quite enjoy the Epic Store just being really sort of pared back and look, they're just big, nice images of the games and you click on them and then you play them. Um, yeah. But, yeah. I know. Okay. Oh, what else? Next story is that Bungie yeah. are adding an optional battle pass to Destiny 2. Mm. This, well, is, uh, th- <laughs> this, this is very interesting. It is very interesting and I do think it's a good idea, but goodness me, as someone who's a fan of the game, I had to like read it through this a few times to make sense of it. I, you know, so sure, this, I've, I've uh, got literally like I've got like lines and lines of trying to understand how this works. Like the the, the yeah. explanation of this, it's really weird. <laughs> okay, do you, do you want to go first then? And I'll, okay, if I, need, so if I need to chip in. A Each new season of Destiny Two will have a free or paid version, and yep. the paid versions will be like a battle pass. Mm-hmm. So the first season will come bundled with Shadow Keep. So that's like yep. an expansion that's coming out. Yeah. Um, Apparently, the new seasons will then change Destiny's world, Destiny 2's world, every three months. So that mm. sounds like they're ripping that off from Anthem, like because that's what the Cataclysm <laughs> stuff was supposed to be, wasn't it? Was it was supposed to be like you know world changing events, or whatever? But that's what they're going for. Well, this is this but, is but, what but, Destiny's but, but, done. Also, that in the happens last... in Fortnite. You know, every time there's a yeah. new season, there's some like big structural change and locations change or get blown up or move, and so yeah. Destiny 2 has been doing seasons for the last year as well. Like Destiny 2's already been doing season stuff. Like every three months a new season begins. So So, yeah, yeah. but there's no way no way that's an anthem thing. Anthem off anthem, Matt. It's funnier, like to think of it that way. (laughs) Um, anyway, so the season of the Undying will is the first one, and it's gonna open Mm -hmm. a Vex gate and which will start a load of new activities, and then three months later the players will close the gate and then the activities and then, then like there'll be like a new season, which is going to be season of the dawn. And the whole point of this is they're talking about like removing the activities will mean that it feels like a game that's like always evolving, and it will mean that people mm-hmm. will be like, "Oh, do you remember when this happens?" Or you know, whatever you know that kind of thing. Yeah. And you, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't. I mean, and so the whole point is to create stories against like so that the player base can sort of like get around that. You know, it's like these yeah. are shared experiences that we're going to having that are fleeting. Like they're going to be gone mm-hmm. at some point. Yeah, and I'm sure that's. I mean, that must that works for Fortnite, doesn't it, Matt? As far oh, as oh yeah, can massively. Tell. Like, yeah. people love that. Yeah, I mean, like, like when like you know, rusty, uh, you know, um, other old locations are blown up, and then then they come back or they're teased for next season. Oh, I can't believe you know that, that that's back. And so yeah, that that that, that you always have like a story. For each season that you think yourself, like oh yeah, I remember that location or that's gone, or but we went to other one and now this one's back, and so yeah, this, it be, it does sort of change the sort of narrative of the game just because locations come and go. Yeah, mm. I mean the only thing about it that people are probably not going to be happy about is the idea that like items that you get during that season will only be during that season and then they'll be gone. So if you miss them, 
you're not going to get them. It's kind right, of yeah, 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 But I guess, it. I mean, that's yeah. part of this business plan, though, isn't it? Is to make people yep. want to keep playing this. So they exactly. can, Yeah, it's yeah. that artificial scarcity, isn't it? It's yeah. like, well, you've got to keep... Yeah, you've got to keep you keep you um, keep involved, or else you are just going. Yeah, to Yeah, keeps you on a treadmill for forever. sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, because I so I was really confused about the pricing because I when they said, "Oh yeah, it's getting a um, you know about a battle pass," I thought this was like separate to the season stuff, but it's not, is it? So if if you are considering getting into Destiny Two at this point, here's how it works. So so there's the like the free to play version. Is I, is I don't know if that's out already. That's not out yet. That's, that's coming in October. No. That's got yeah, Destiny Two Light, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. New Light is it? New Light, new something light. like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's free to play. And then um, the new expansion, it's called Shadow Keep, which is like thirty, forty quid. Um, so that gives you like a load of new stuff and then some new stuff throughout the year. But then, yeah, and then each every three months there's going to be a new season. You pay a tenner, you get the the sort of premium new season stuff, which includes this new battle pass thing, which is basically yeah. So it puts you on a track, um, you know, along which like as you complete activities and do stuff, you you unlock more shit. Um, which is fine. Um, it's like considering they just seem yeah, they, it's just something they're adding on top of the sort of thing Destiny normally does. Mm. And it comes with, you know, if you're buying the seasons anyway, um, I'd, I've got no problem with that at all. I mean, yeah, I I mean basically, the reason I was addicted to Fortnite for so long was because of the Battle Pass, because really? every like week there was like new challenges. And it wasn't even like about getting... Because I think, I can't remember how many levels there are in the, the Fortnite one, but you get up to say like, I don't know, say 40 or 50, whatever it is, like, and then you get mm. like, this ultimate sort of mm. cool skin for your character. But throughout there, throughout... Um, each like, each like the the weeks are new challenges and that gives you more points and then you might mm-hmm. get ex- extra bonuses along the way. Um, yeah. And ultimately, completing the entire battle pass means you have amassed have amassed enough V bucks to buy the next one as well. So mm-hmm. it sort of makes sense to to hammer it because then that means the next one is essentially free. But it, it because there's these new challenges every like every few every week or so. I was like, okay, well, I, I, okay, I'll do this week's challenges, I guess, and then that made me play just to do the challenges. I was mostly just playing that game to do the challenges just to keep going on the treadmill um and yeah. so that in destiny makes absolute sense and it'll be brilliant no doubt yes yeah, also I, I mean if, even if you're going into this new with like you know the the new light one or whatever it's going there is so much content there like to get through mm-hmm. anyway if you mm-hmm. didn't even want to bother with the battle dances there's so much to yeah. get through and so i mean there's also this whole thing of, of ranks as well do you know about this no so each season is going to have a hundred ranks and right. if you're playing like all the time, you should be able to get through all a hundred like during a season. But right. then Bungie are trying to work out now how you can purchase additional ones. So mm. if you don't have enough time or whatever to play it, you can then pay to do this. But they're thinking about <laughs> doing you it. You can do that in in Fortnite. You, there's, so when you buy, there's something you can basically you can buy. You can just skip the first twenty five. Like levels, or you start at level yeah. twenty-five. Okay, but then I think you might miss out on some of the actual collectibles. Yeah, the, right. so you can what pay they're planning to, to do with this yeah. is they're gonna they're saying they're gonna do it so that you can only do this when it's very close to the end of the season, so right. that to stop people from just like doing it. <laughs> That's okay. We're going to say this thing when you're feeling at your most vulnerable. Yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> feeling, feeling you're going to miss out, and then it's like yeah. it's all right. You can pay us some money, and then you won't miss mm-hmm. out. So it's, it's pretty cynical, but you know, it's yeah. whether you want to engage with it or not. But do you think Destiny Two is way, way, way too complicated now? Do you think it's like gone the other way? Not really. I mean, I've, I, I mean, the I thing mean, is, like, I, yeah, they, yeah, they made. Go on. 
sorry, they made year one of Destiny 2 like pretty accessible and I really liked it and people who play a lot of Destiny really hated it. So I feel like like you know bungie just at this point where it's like well i guess we just keep making it complete more more and more complicated and people tell us it's too much um like because until that point like people seem to be loving it and are just willing to put infinite amounts of time into it like yeah i think they maybe reached their limit with um uh shit what was it it was the it was one of the expansions or sorry one of the seasons last year where it was like involved puzzles and stuff and people were just like this is literally impossible and Bungie had to just like you know unlock stuff for the community because it just wasn't happening so maybe that was that was a push too far but yeah I think it must be weird for Bungie just being like we keep putting stuff out and everyone just masters it like constantly like what What do we need to do to just like keep them going endlessly? But I wasn't even um, specifically talking about like that in game stuff. Like it's more just okay. it, for like the person, the man on the street, or even just like me who mm-hmm. is into games and has played Destiny. Like, yeah, I, I I've had to ask you like, okay, so what what do I need to buy if I want to play it? And like, what's this new light doing? Well, to yeah, buy expansions I mean, yeah. exactly. And like, maybe maybe Destiny's just moved on now. Where it's not something that if you just genuinely know games, you can generally explain how to get into mm. it. Maybe you have to really be in the community. I mean, like, I don't play WoW, never have uh-huh. done. And obviously it feels like a different language when I hear yeah. anything about that. But maybe maybe Destiny will ultimately move in that direction where you really have to be in the community and really understand and play the game to really understand what's I happening. The, I think, yeah, the, being, oh yeah, it's a shooter. You know, it's like a game as a service. You buy the game, you buy the DLCs. And now it's like, there's a light version, there's seasons, there's battle pass. And I think that's I true know, to yeah, a like degree. The, the, only, the only way to really answer the question is to get someone new to sit down in front of the free version and see how it got, like takes you through it. And then how how it explains what you can pay money for. But you see, I um, I think that wouldn't be a problem because like with the milestones thing that you go through with that, I I mean I I finished the base game ages ago and then I went back mm-hmm. to it and mm-hmm. okay it did take me you know like maybe a couple of hours or whatever to sort of get my head around everything like what I was supposed to be doing but it was pretty clearly signposted what I needed to do you know to like continue you know playing on and I think it still is like that you can I still think you can play Destiny two for a very, very long time without having to pay any extra money at all anyway. And it's still mm-hmm. a very good shooter. Like, it's still yeah. incredibly fun to play. I mean, I still... Mm-hmm. These days, I've been putting it on most days, just just doing patrol or whatever, because it's just fun mm-hmm. to shoot. It's still absolutely brilliant at that. So, yeah. I don't know. I think, I think this could give it a, another lease of life as well, like this idea of the seasons, because it may... I think it definitely will. It should engage the community more, I think, and maybe even bring some people in. I'm not sure. It's... Uh, we'll have to wait and see, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I am really can. excited about this. I just wish it wasn't quite so soon. Like, I've just got so much stuff to play that, yeah. like, if they, if they were just like, yeah, do you know what? We're going to save it until like January. I'd be like, all right, great, perfect, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I was just thinking then. I would love to get back into Destiny. Mm-hmm. And remember last year when I suddenly thought, oh, you guys are playing it loads. I spent like twenty quid on that, like whatever that there's forsaken dlc and like yeah, yeah, yeah. for one evening and that was it and i'm like <laughs> i just have to realize that i'm just, if i'm doing this podcast yeah. i can't be playing this game because that's just going to mean every week i'm like oh so destiny again mm-hmm. um it's a shame so i'm but probably going to drop off as soon, as soon as the fifa season starts again next i'll probably drop off again <laughs> for a while because <laughs> i've only got time for like one game that's like that like at the moment yeah. you know like something yeah, yeah, that i'm going to just put money uh, put time in just to clarify, I know you might may have just answered this, but so someone can just play Destiny Two New Light, which is a free to play version, and mm-hmm. spend the ten 
dollars, whatever it's going to be, on the Battle Pass, and then that's I'm, them covered. I'm not, not for sure. everything, but for I'm, a great deal of content, right? Yes, I'm not sure. I don't. Well, I don't know. Do you need Shadow Keep in order to no. buy the seasons as well? You don't. I don't, okay, think, I don't think you do. Um, okay. So I mean, that somebody will definitely correct us on that if we're wrong. Okay. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. But again, yeah. the fact that that's not clear is exactly maybe yeah, a problem. Like, even that basic question is like, well, yeah, mm, yeah. Anyway, uh, I think this will be a definitely this is definitely gonna be a good thing and a shot on mm-hmm. the arm. Not that Destiny seems to need it at the moment, but mm-hmm. definitely yeah. a good thing. And it's 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 exciting and interesting to see how this game's evolving uh, since or Bungie left Activision. It's really yeah. interesting to see where it is today or where it's going to be in the next six months or a years time compared to where we were last year uh, mm-hmm. when they were with Activision. This feels like they've already made massive massive changes. I mean, maybe this was always in the roadmap, maybe doing a Battle Pass thing. It does make sense for these sorts of games anyway. Fortnite's mm-hmm. shown it, other games have shown it. So maybe it's always going to happen, but it, it's just interesting that loads of these changes are happening now. And uh, Luke Smith wrote a massive blog post about all the changes and all the things they want to do. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's really exciting. Even as I, as I, I'll class myself as a Destiny outsider because I don't even really play the game anymore, but it's still exciting just seeing how this game's evolving um, yeah. in light of their, like, you know, the fact they're not being owned by Activision anymore. Yeah, totally. I wonder right. if I are working well, on Destiny okay. Three. What do you think? I don't know. I, we thought, you know, we've talked about this before, haven't we? The, this this idea that more, what if Destiny Two just was the platform going yeah. forward? Um, I'm sure they're working it, but I, I, yeah. I, I thought as them, I would not be even teasing or releasing it. Like it feels like they're they're still. Well, they have had many years of fixing Destiny 2, and now they're getting to the point where they're adding loads of new stuff. Let's just keep that stable and, mm. and yeah. sustainable for a bit. Like, the, and, yeah, and any talking about like, Destiny 3, we're just like, oh, for fuck's sake, like, what now? We've just got into this new rhythm and battle passes, and yeah, own, it just throws know. people off the stuff they're exactly. still making for Destiny 2, doesn't it? I mean, I'd be interested, like, yeah, I'd love to know if there is any appetite within Bungie, like, either way, because, like, They've made some pretty substantial changes to Destiny 2, like during its lifetime, like the way the way gear works and stuff and, and leveling up and what have you. But like have they got other changes in mind that are too big to you know, to make to a current game? Like is there anything they, they want to do with it? It's like, no, this has to be a, a new start if we're gonna do this. And that's potentially really exciting. But yeah, because we'll Destiny see. Two wasn't on previous gen, that was just the first Destiny, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. 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 Right. I mean, what, I mean, I always thought Destiny was like a, a really awesome name, and like I love the branding around the game, and I was always disappointed when I said, "Oh, here's Destiny 2. I was like, oh, "Couldn't just why don't you call it Des- just keep it Destiny? Yeah, there isn't World of Warcraft two. Just call it Destiny Pro. Mm. I mean, like, what I would love is if they, if if there wasn't a Destiny three, it was just they just rebranded. It. It's just Destiny. Yeah, and, and because and like, you just play Destiny, there isn't, and basically like the yeah, you know, whether it's Destiny two or three, that's more like three point oh, four point oh, five point oh, or you know, yeah. they don't have to have a number after it, and it is now the platform. Yeah, yeah, um, and like yeah, like Warframe, that's that's how that operates. It just is exactly, Warframe, yeah. like it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but I think if we were going to see a new one, it will be well, obviously definitely nothing before next gen, and mm-hmm. they would probably do a sequel because they feel like next gen could offer them something that they can't currently do. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, but, so. uh, yeah, I think any talk of a Destiny 3 at this point, it's just, oh, no, we don't, let's just keep exactly, this yeah, it make, yeah, it makes no sense for them to talk about it at the moment. But so, it would be yeah. interesting if they rebranded and said, okay, Destiny, essentially Destiny 3 is Destiny. Yeah. And uh, it, it's just one name and no numbers after it. I oh, know, yeah, Destiny yeah, yeah. 3 exclusive to Stadia. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> mm. Jesus. Oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> oh, well, I mean, what would be worse, like, exclusive to Stadia or exclusive to the Game Store? Which one would cause more of a Ferrari? Uh, Stadia, almost certainly. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm not sure. It's uh, 
Yeah, maybe a PC exclusive to uh, to that, you know, to Epic Games. So I don't know how this will work. Anyway, let's continue. Um, <laughs> okay, so Yakuza Seven has been like unveiled more of it, and this is Yakuza oh, yeah, Seven. I'm sure it's, it's more the same, right? It's Whereabouts of Light and Darkness is the name, and it's a new protagonist rather than Kiryu. It's like Ichiban uh, Kasuga, and it, I mean the story is pretty like the usual sort of thing really it's like you know he's, he spent <laughs> spends 18 years in prison after taking the fall for his boss's crimes and then you know he comes out of prison he's been abandoned you know the whole thing and he ends up in uh, in uh, Yokohama so that's where the setting's going to be which is good okay. i mean i'm bet they end up in Kamarucho at some point i mean at some <laughs> point they're going to end up back there for you know cuz it's it always happens so this yeah. is a brand new location for the first time in seven games yeah i mean it's cuz oh, wow. the last i mean yakuza 6 Hang on, was oh, see this is the thing because I haven't played three, four, and five, so maybe it's already been in one of those. Somebody will tell me, so it's mm-hmm. it's fine. But um, yeah, I mean, Yakuza Six had uh, Hiroshima, like you you went there and you spent like quite a lot of time there, which is pretty mm-hmm. good. So, but I'm quite excited about the idea of it being in a different location because although uh, Kamarucho is brilliant, it's just nice to go somewhere that looks a bit different, you know, for a change. Yeah, so that'd be sure. good. But um, so this is this is because I I know you've corrected me on this before, and I I remembered um, after a couple of minutes. But <laughs> yeah, so when I when I first saw this, I was like, I thought they weren't doing Yakuza anymore. I thought, and then I remembered you've explained that it's it's just Kiryu's story that came to an end, wasn't yeah, it? It wasn't it's, yeah. the whole like Yakuza thing isn't done. It's because yeah. I mean, in the other games, they have other characters as well. So uh-huh. it's like you know they they other playable characters. Like I think in five, there's like a ridiculous number of people that you play as like during right. that. But this, yeah, that was six was the end of his story allegedly, yeah. and uh, this is going in a different direction. But I mean, the yeah. big difference here is that the combat system is going to be turn based, and yeah. which is, I mean, that's an interesting choice because I mean, first of all, people thought that was like an April Fool's joke or something like that because <laughs> it's always been really well known for the you know for the system that it has, you know, like these sort of yeah you know, as a brawler. So yeah. I mean, it fits into because apparently the main character has like an addiction to Dragon's Quest. And they've right. even like licensed like the name Dragon's Quest or whatever from Square Enix, so they can like <laughs> feature it in there. So that's kind of interesting, you know, the fact they've got this character and he can, you know, he's he's engaging in battles in that way. I mean, I'm not sure how I feel about it to be honest, because I'm generally not a massive fan of turn-based combat unless it's like a strategy RPG. I'm fine with it then. But right, yeah. In, whereas this is like JRPG style. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, that I'm not not so keen on. But I'm completely willing to give it a try, considering mm-hmm. that I've played so many of these games now, and it's been mm-hmm. the combat systems have been the same. And it was the thing that I complained about with Judgment as well that it was like really similar. So mm-hmm. although this is still combat, they're trying a different way. So I'm curious to see how it, how it pans out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd, it'd be interesting to see if this is like a, again, if it's like a potential new, like, jumping on point for new people. I, I suppose, yeah, given that it's a completely different style of gameplay, they probably are hoping to get some new fans out of it. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. they've said they're going to try it, and then if people really hate it, they'll just change it back, like, for, for like okay, two fine. But, you know, <laughs> but it's, it's worth a try, you know, trying something yeah. different. It's, it's never you know, going to be a terrible thing, but, you know, that's, yeah. that's kind of okay. Is it so definitely, it's definitely coming here, or is it? I'd be very surprised if it doesn't now. I mean, everything yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean seems to be now. I mean, you know, Judgment yeah. sold really well, like in the West, and so yeah. 
I mean, that's even... Oh, yeah, sorry. The, the new story does say a Western release under the name Yakuza Like a Dragon is set for later in 2020. Yeah, so that's... Yeah, yeah. It, it should definitely happen. There's just yeah. so many of these coming out. It's ridiculous. I mean, you've got yeah. three, four, and five. <laughs> There'll probably be another judgment now as well, seeing as that sold really well. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, uh, this is a good time. It's a good time to be a fan of these sorts of games. Cause, um, you could probably just play these, couldn't you? You could. Nothing else. You really could. And this is the <laughs> thing, because I'm still going from like one to another, and I'm having to have breaks in between them. Because it's just it just gets a bit too much. I mean, it's Fister than All Star as well. I mean, that came out like this year. Was it this year? Mm. No, it was last year. I can't remember. It's but there's just been a lot of these. It's 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 insane. But it's nice <laughs> if you like this kind of thing. It's um it's yeah. good. Okay, last story is that Capcom are going to show a new Resident Evil game uh, ahead of um Tokyo Game Show, and it's called Project Resistance, and. Mm. There's very little information about it. I mean, I've included this because yeah. we kind of we played. I mean, Matt, you played Resident Evil Two recently, didn't you? And you yeah. enjoyed that for, for you Loved for what it. it was. But there's very little detail about this. All there has been is there's been some tiny blurry images have been revealed, which seem to indicate that this is like a four player thing, like maybe like a co op kind of game. Oh shit! Okay. Oh, that would pr- you see because I was, was going to say like. Not being into horror games, I'm always a bit like, oh yeah, I forget that Resident Evil's good again now. Like, <laughs> um, like you know, everyone really loved um, Seven and the remake of Two, um, which after you know Five and Six went a bit funny. Um, like, yeah, it, it, it's nice to remember that. Like, oh yeah, no, this is a thing that is you know, it's very much like you know, I don't know if it's like back on top in terms of like horror games because it's not something I follow at all. But like, I, you regularly hear good stuff about. Resident yeah, yeah. I mean, as, as a franchise, um, it's it's had like it's it's the it's the best it's been in terms of yeah. uh, how people perceive it with seven with with RE two and, and yeah. ever more in the RE three remake. Uh, but yeah, because it's this, you know, at least on the screenshots, it looks like it could be like a multiplayer co op game. Up people, you know, saying so it could be like a Resident I mean, Evil Outbreak so successor. Yeah. Yeah, well, I yeah, never yeah. played Outbreak. Did either of you guys play it? No. Was that the Outbreak? Was that the one that was just like a, a third person shooter? No, I'm thinking of Umbrella. Chronicles. Yeah, there was Umbrella. Yeah, yeah. This was well. coming out on PS2. It oh, uh, right, was okay. a primarily online game, but so okay. I never played that. But um, I mean, I was up for more Resi. But uh, oh, and we I, I, could I, stream it. We could stream yeah, it, guys. We could. We could. And especially things we're not getting like another Left 4 Dead ever. You know, this yeah. is like this might be something. Maybe we'll see. Well, this is yeah, because this is what I was going to say. So yeah, I can't do scary games, but I fucking loved Left 4 Dead, man. Like, yeah, I think just being with mates sort of made the the fear manageable. So um, yeah, I mean, th- this could be really good. I mean, but uh, what was that the uh, the Warhammer game? Oh, uh, Vermintide. Everyone said oh, Vermintide, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you loved Left 4 Dead games, you'll love that as well. But we, we mm. never got around to playing that. But no. yeah, new busy game. I'm well up for that. And uh, so in a week's time, we'll see what this is. I mean, so it seems like it's not going to be a RE3 remake or Resident mm. Evil 8. Um, but I'm well up for whatever this is. And uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like Capcom just—they've been killing it for so long with. Monster Hunter with RE2 sales and so on and so forth. They've had like such a bumper year or two years really now at this, at this point. EU trust allegations. Yeah, just, just loads of stuff. Apart from, that, <laughs> apart from that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a week's time we're going to hear more about Project Resistance. Yeah, cool. That's it. That's all I've got. Fair dues. What have we been playing there's loads it, of crossover again it's been a again. crazy it's yes. been a crazy all the games have now come out in this last week like yeah. we've had see well I mean very little really in the last it's, I mean obviously we've had things like Fire Emblem and other, other things here and there but yeah. then we had like five games or so come out over the last <laughs> like you know well last week and then the week before we had you know uh, Telling Lies and other stuff so it's been a yep. big big old week 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we need to start with Control, don't we, I think? Do we? Um, Absolutely should, yeah. We've all played this, but Matt, you've played the most. Do you want to go yeah, first? Yeah, I, I finished this game now. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I hammered it in a week, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I think it's excellent. Um, so how, how, mm-hmm. you guys, how much have you two played? So I'm, I don't know, like maybe like five or six hours, I think. Okay. And James, you played much more? Uh, about the same as Sean. Okay, cool. So Control, yeah, it's, it's a new game by Remedy, you know, the guys who did Max Payne, and Away, Quantum Break, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a third-person a- action game, I guess I'll describe. Although okay, when, yeah, because I... it, is, it is a shooter, but it's it's got funny powers in it. Yeah, so it's, it's not I mean, like a straight up cover based shooter as such. No. but yeah, uh, and yeah, so 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 um, it's about you take the role of this person called Jessie Faden, and, and she's been led to the uh, what's known as the Federal Bureau of Control in Manhattan, and um, by this by this sort of like mysterious subconscious, she's got um, and so so she's led to this mysterious building. Uh, and she's also there to find to find her brother who went missing um, uh, uh, years and years and years ago. Basically, um, you wouldn't know and... that from like the first. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't know that when you first no, start yeah, playing. That's, that's it, a real straight away, yeah. isn't it? No, it's not. No. Isn't it? I no. think she she does allude to like looking for her brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's yeah, she to a lot of things, but doesn't give any detail whatsoever. <laughs> well, yeah, in, I mean, in her first cutscene, she 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 says that. Go on. What am I cutting this bit or what? What's happening? Nothing. <laughs> What's happening? Nothing's happening. What is happening? Carry on. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> you put me off now. I, 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 is that a spoiler? I'm, I, I'm concerned. No, 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 like... no. It's not. But no, she like later on she goes into more detail. But yeah, she definitely. I I knew early on that yeah she was looking for her brother. I think that was that was fairly clear. Yeah. Anyway, so, she's James. in this building. Uh, the federal control. Like the building is called the oldest house, and there's this like um, threat inside it called the hiss and mm. that's seemingly like possess a lot of the staff and a lot of the, the the people inside and it's um it, but basically jesse's there to to try and understand why uh and 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 to get and to, to, to get through to get through the game the, the actual oldest house itself it's it's just one building but it like it, it it changes and morphs and it hides so many different locations uh but 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 but, but within this one building it's really good actually it's, it's really clever the way it does that mm. um in terms of combat, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a sort of standard, standard first-person combat, but with like you know, uh, you have this gun called service weapon that is is just the one one weapon, but that has like up to four different states. See, so one could be like a handgun, a shotgun. One's a bit more like a Desert Eagle style thing where you, you charge it up, um, and then that gun it also has like modifications which can change um, sort of the power of it or or this and the other. But basically, there are lots of things happening in this game. Um, it's weird of, as fuck. Like <laughs> it's very weird. So yeah. I wouldn't say it's um, weird. I've, I've gone. Oh, I mean, no, I I know what James is going to say because it's like it is weird, but a lot of that is just the game not telling you stuff early on, and it's and like and I'm all for games where it's like you and the protagonist are thrown into a weird situation and neither of you know what's going on, but there is this implication that. So your character Jessie does like does know more than you do, and she's just not saying it out loud. Like she'll be having conversations with people, and you'll hear her thought process going, "No, I'm not going to tell him about such and such yet," which is obviously teasing it for the player, but is kind of just frustrating. It's like, no, I, the person I supposedly am knows something that I want to know, and I'm just not being told it. 
So I, I get that that's... I mean, is that what you're alluding to, James, or am I... Yeah, I mean, yeah. can I say what I think about the first part of this game? Because... <laughs> Go on, then. I mean, I... Okay. To be honest with you, this game is really boring me. <laughs> in a, okay. In a massive way. Um, <laughs> there, there's reasons for that. I mean, I'm, I'm uh-huh. only... I'm not very, very far into it, to be fair. And the thing is, is I feel... I said to you before, I've said, I feel like I've just walked into a film that has already been running for 30 minutes and, <laughs> and I don't know what is going on because I understand that the whole point with this is that you're supposed to explore and learn more about the environment and then figure out what's going mm. on and everything. But I still feel there needs to be a tiny bit more context at the beginning as to why you're doing this to make it feel like it's worthwhile. Because yeah. the problem I've had so far is that I I haven't. It hasn't given me a reason to really feel like I want to really continue playing this game because I'm not finding it very interesting. Like the the narrative hooks, there are none, like hardly at all. <laughs> and so I just don't know why I'm playing this. And that that's but, the but, problem I mean, I've got I, with I, it. I would fundamentally disagree because I, I think the narrative hooks are trying to work out what's happening. And, yeah, but you, but and, for why? For what reason? It doesn't give you a reason why you'd want to do that. Well, because it's interesting. Like, it's well, not why, those. Why is it doesn't happening? tell you what's going on. So why would you care? Well, no, but, but, but I found that interesting. I, I love... I mean, yes, I, I do sort of agree. It's like a, a bit of a slow start. And uh, you are like, okay, so what, what am I doing? But I think the mystery of like what, what, what the hell this enemy is and... And you know, and 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 the reason you were sent there, or at least you think, yeah, you know, the reason you believe you've been sent there, or drawn to this place, and yeah, you know, the fact that like, the building itself like morphs and changes, and all the various like characters you meet, I I, I mean that that stuff drove me to keep playing because I wanted to find out about the mystery. I, I love the fact it was quite ambiguous, um, and honestly, that that doesn't change throughout. Um, right, I I'm still left with sort of questions after I finished it, but I, I think that's fantastic, and I think I've covered it in other games that I've really liked. I, I love it when games do that because so many games just tell you everything and explain no, everything. But that's and the it's thing. I'm not expecting for a game to be quite ambiguous, and I, I think there's so much mystery in this game that that was that was driving me on to keep playing because I wanted to find out more and more about what's happening and why it's happening and the the story within inside the the building and the game. But you see, that's the thing. I'm not expecting it to tell me what's going on. I'm not expecting to know what's happening from as soon as I start the game. But I would expect that it would give me a reason to care. And I don't feel that at the beginning it gives you a reason to care because I don't think that the the sort of the intrigue that it sort of presents you with is terribly interesting. It's for me. Like I didn't feel. I didn't. I didn't find like the the stuff that they like that you start at the beginning. Like terribly engaging. I didn't. I didn't feel like I really want to figure out why this building is moving around. Mostly because the environment. I. I think the environment's very boring. Like that you walk around in in that game. It's it's not. It's not a particularly it, like, interesting place to to sort of walk around. There's no, a lot, no, no, of, it, lot of grey corridors. Office, it's massive and, open plan office building. It's sort of yeah. meant to be boring. And like the changes that um, exist within it are, are are the interesting thing. I think like it is a massive corporate building and and it shows that with those are like you know um desk cubicles and like private offices and long hallways and signs on the walls it's a very boring uh, uh, architecturally building but it's the fact that things change inside it and there are interesting elements uh, and there are so many different locations within this one building or well, it, it really does feel like a one big cohesive boring corporate building but, but why would you want to set a game different... in a boring corporate building it's a very very cohesive feel like you feel like you've gone to a you know like a governmental building but the, but there are lots of different locations within it and i feel like i visited 
in inverted commas, loads of different areas and locations in within one building. Um, and th- those are very, very different, uh, d- different throughout. And uh, I, I mean, again, I liked the sort of the combination of both the corporate government building combined with the various things you see and it uses color really really well um there's lots of different places where it's like really vibrant reds or yellows or other different colors and uh yeah i, I thought that was really interesting but you you're obviously not a fan of the the corporate feel well not really but it's i mean also <laughs> i mean there was stuff that i did like about it i mean i like the mind control stuff like I, that whole like grabbing you know like when you're like you start to be able to grab things and you can just grab anything basically that's around and if there is nothing around you just grab a, like a lump of concrete off the floor yeah. and shut that i like <laughs> yeah. that that was that was kind of good but yeah, i also yeah. found i didn't feel the enemies i was facing at that's like early on were terribly interesting to fight either like i thought this fine i mean it felt it felt a lot like Max Payne in that sense, like in in terms of like Max Payne one and two, in the sense of like you walk into a room, a load of enemies just come in and you shoot them all and that's it. And I know that's the whole point of most games that are like shooter games, but this one, but they have to feel good like with that. And I didn't feel that this felt <laughs> particularly satisfying um, to do that. But again, that may just be me. I mean, I need to give this a lot more time because I've only played it for like what six hours or whatever, which is not very long. And maybe maybe my feelings will change about it. I'm hoping so. It's just I think that- it's only about twelve to fifteen hours long, isn't it? Right. Okay. I, don't, I mean, it, it probably took me like fifteen to twenty because um, okay. I heard it was like a ten hour game. Yeah. So yeah, when I sort of start playing it on like last Wednesday or Thursday, I'm like, well, brilliant, it's be done by the weekend. And I was, you know, I was up like ridiculously late on one evening. last. Uh, I guess it was like Friday or like, and I was like, okay, it'll be finished soon. It'll be finished soon. I was like, oh no, I'm still going. Uh, so it took me, yeah, much closer to like, well, probably 15 to 20. I, I don't know what the clock is, but I think I just, sorry, just for, 10 for hours, anyone, I was told. For anyone listening who's really paying attention, I just said 12 to 15 hours. And then when Matt said 10, I said, yeah, that's what I heard as well. Uh, complete nonsense. I just, <laughs> 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 um, uh, yeah, I think the thing for me is I don't think the sort of, because it's a bit of a Metroidvania, right? It's like an open. It's sort of an open, not open world, yeah, but kind of ish. I mean, you're free I to explore well. it, but like, you know, I'm walking around and like the Metroidvania games have have made great strides towards like, you know, not giving you that feeling of like, oh, here's an obstacle that I can't pass. I must have to come back here with a new a new ability later. Um, whereas this is like. This door requires key card level four, <laughs> and you've only got two. And I'm just like, I, I don't, I don't care about opening those doors, right? I'm not memorizing. I'm not thinking like, oh shit, I should come back here when I get a level four key, um, because I know that all that will be behind it is a box with some materials in it and maybe a text document to read. Um, yeah, so I'm, I mean, I'm I not like it was Metroidvania-ish too, but I, I didn't get that hmm. vibe at all. Um, yeah, I just I. Yeah, like it, it doesn't lean into it too hard. I just, I do wonder if it would have been better served just as a, like a, a more linear game, especially like there's a couple of bits. The bit where it tells you to go to the, it's like, oh, we need to get the main elevator working so that we can get to the other sectors. So figure out how to get to the maintenance sector so you can get the elevator working. I must have wandered around for about an hour trying to figure out how I was supposed to get to the maintenance sector. Turns out you use the lift. That he's trying to fix, which <laughs> yeah, the map because it is... turns out it can go to the maintenance sector, but not any of the others. But and I don't yeah. think that was explained very well. The map uh, is um, I am basically. I think this game is excellent, but mm-hmm. there are mm-hmm. some massive, massive issues of it. One mm-hmm. of which is navigating the yes. environment. I, I also yeah. I can't remember where I tried to get to, but 
I, I also struggle for ages to try and get to a certain place. Yeah. And like the map is terrible. So, the so map in is the really building, bad, yeah. there are like multiple levels of this, this building, of course. Yeah. And and you see this map. Uh, you can go. You can pick up the map screen whenever whenever you want to so press a button and um yeah. it doesn't really explicitly show the levels so you might think okay i think mm-hmm. i'm here but no i can't because there's a wall in the way or uh, i think i should try to get into like, into security mm-hmm. and i was like I, i'm here oh, there's this wall there's literally no way of getting through this thing like i can't mm-hmm. get through here i i've tried up upstairs downstairs and yeah basically there was a lift somewhere that went to like a level floor but it's not explicit mm-hmm. And I, I got lost lots and mm-hmm. a bit frustrated trying to find different areas. I think yeah. that, you know, that's, yeah, that's, that, but actually, I think, um, I mean, enough people actually complained about that. The remedy have said that they are going to fix that in the next patch that's due oh, okay, to drop soon. Cool. Oh, okay, because right. loads of people have said that the map is rubbish and it's yeah. not easy to know where you're going <laughs> or need to go. Oh, that's fair enough. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm slacking it off. Uh, I'm being unfair. Like, there are a lot of things I, I really love about it. Like, aesthetically it's incredible and i don't just mean it looks nice although it certainly does um it's just like the visual effects and the audio i'm like just seeing and hearing things that i have not seen and heard before like the, even just down to like you know the the weird sort of wispy effect when you kill a, an enemy um mm-hmm. yeah. just this, this yeah, weird sort of oily excellent. discolored smoky like it's it, it, beyond description i've never seen anything like it um and yeah and like the sound design is absolutely impeccable like it, it's it's just absolutely stunning um the like some of the, the world building stuff like so like matt says it's it's this interesting juxtaposition between a boring open plan office and oh you're in this ancient sort of magical building that like sh- you know changes shape all the time so there's like posters up like really sort of typical boring like you know office posters being like if you're late to work because the building has changed shape, you can't count that towards you, your overtime or whatever. Um, yeah, stuff I, I, like I, that. I think one of them was like, employees can get lost due to the changing shape of the building. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, I literally got lost because of the bad map. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so like, yeah, the, the sort of the combination of the, you know, the sort of really weird stuff and yet the, the, the absolute mundanity of just being an office, you know, like an admin worker in this, this insane building. Um, like that stuff is really well done. Equally, um, you know, a lot of the, you know, the sort of bits of like, you know, um, like documents and stuff you can find lying around, um, like a lot of them are genuinely quite funny. And again, just this, these sort of really interesting, sort of often quite funny human takes on the, the realities of working in this, this bizarre space. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't I, think I, I found it. I don't think I played a game where I've actually wanted to read every single line of yeah. these like collectibles things you, you find around the world. Like, I feel like the, the, those, almost delivered more of like the world building than the actual story itself yeah you, you feel yeah. like you needed to pick up everything and read everything to really give context to where the mm. story was going and why certain characters are doing certain things i mean i think there yeah. are over like a, over well over 100 thing uh, documents or presentations memos notes mm. to pick up around the world and all of those i i had a joy you know reading every one of them i thought i didn't get bored even right at the end i was still it- happily reading those yeah, it does break the pace a bit because you're finding so many of them that it's like literally, you know, every sort of like between fight, like, you know, like combat bits, you know, it can be like every sort of couple of minutes you find another piece of paper. And it's like, oh, let's pause the game and then go and read this. Um, but yeah, but they are worth reading. So yeah, maybe I shouldn't be complaining yeah. about that. I, I mean, guess. there's also like, it's like, did you, have you guys seen any of the, um, the sort of the, the strange dark sort of children show? 
which you can Ooh, watch on no. TVs around. I mean, because I never played Alan Wake or Quantum Break, but those were though didn't. I mean, I know Alan Wake did had like it had like an in-game television show, didn't it? it? Did, yeah, 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 yeah. And then this does that as well. So there's like it's um it's what what what's that? Um, oh, I should remember the name, but uh, is it don't 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 look no there's something. I'm not scared or something. Oh, what, don't hug me. I'm scared. Yeah, don't hug me. I'm scared. It's sort yeah. of that. I mean, it, it's basically it's two sort of hand puppets, uh-huh. and um, and uh, you, you find there's various TVs and and I think it's like a VHS like play. You find around the building and you press play and it like it's two hand puppets and one would say to the other like, oh well, um, my uh, my mummy has disappeared and it's like, oh well, your mummy's probably gone because of this. You know, and basically it's like it's talking about quite dark to- quite dark mm. themes, but we're done with like, mm-hmm. two hand puppets and stuff. Uh, I, I I absolutely love. <laughs> I actually love <laughs> that sort of stuff. I thought it was really, really well done. And there's yeah. also tons. There's like um, another character um, where you see he's done those like videos, which will yes. you'll be like in the game, but you'll watch the video like a, a, a natural like, person acting out a video. And mm. I, I, I love watching them as well. I thought that those are re- really nice in various mm. locations and it, and just to see like the performances. I think this game are fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it's like um, yeah, you you playing Jesse. I mean, like, the, the voice acting is fine. It doesn't do an awful lot, but it's the other characters that mm. you meet. Um, and I guess I'm, I'm not going to name them, but there are some really amazing characters. One one in particular, I'm still thinking about now. Like, there's so many more things I want to know about this, but one particular character. Mm. Um, it, it's one of the guys you read right, uh, right at the beginning. But there are, I think the forms oh, yeah, yeah, is yeah, a great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the performances yeah. are great for the characters. They're really interesting, yeah. and there's so many more questions I've got about about them and about what they're doing there. Yeah, um, I had another pretty magical moment. Um, like, <laughs> so there's just you know there's like those little sort of safe rooms you find dotted around, and occasionally there'll be like radios or tape recordings or whatever. Yeah, you can yeah, listen yeah. To. The, uh, the, the shelters you can open. Yeah. Um, so yeah, open this one shelter, and there's a radio, and I just turned it on, and it started playing a song. And I like I'm I'm a fucking snob when it comes to music, right? But <laughs> and I was sort of walking around this this little safe room trying to find like you know if there's any documents or whatever. And I was like, this song's really fucking good. Like it was a, <laughs> um, it was just this sort of really excellent like sort of math rock type stuff. And I was like, what is this? I want to. <laughs> and then I looked looked around and just above the radio there was like a gig poster for a band called Socks and Ballerinas. And I was like. I'm going to have a look on Spotify. And yeah, and there they were. And they just, I don't know oh, if brilliant. it's like one of the developers' bands or something. Like, a, um, But yeah, they're on Spotify and like all the songs have less than a thousand listens and they're fucking great. Like, oh, awesome. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that was a nice little moment. Yeah, I turned a few um, Raiders on and heard music and I thought it was like a yeah. really nice touch. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, what else? Uh, yeah, like... Like what, what, I think what, what, what do you what do you think about the combat in short? Because James, you said you're not a huge fan, but no, what, what do you was, think? Of the I combat? said it was fine. I think it's okay. I, I didn't. I'm not not saying it's bad. It's not. Yeah, I'm not like in love with it. But then I haven't got all the abilities yet, so maybe that you know yeah. that, that sort of gets better. I've got like you know the the dash and the telekinesis and stuff. Um, like yeah, it, it's okay. I'm not too bothered i've i've considered i don't i don't i can't i haven't looked at the difficulty settings i have wondered if i should just knock it down too easy so i can plaster well, it but... I, there aren't any ah okay fine because i <laughs> was um finding it fine this game and then right at the last section it gets well at least for me got incredibly tough um okay. i'd already at one point had to stop playing like the main missions and do some yeah. side missions to like increase my like there's like a massive skill tree 
excuse mm. me, where you can upgrade things like the, the amount of energy you have to do your sort of kinetic energy, kinetics or moves yeah. or your shield. Um, and, and you can basically upgrade every one of your abilities. And uh, I was like, you know, when it, which, which with each mission you complete, you get some of those control points, you upgrade mm. any of your abilities, that's fine. But at one point I was like, I'm just getting like, slammed by these enemies so i had to then do like two or three side missions even side missions at that point were really difficult <laughs> i was mm-hmm. really struggling one of which i got to like quite far in the side in the side mission but i just had to stop because i couldn't do it anymore so i'm like hey, if i'm struggling in like, the main game missions and now i'm struggling to actually finish the side missions that would help me get more points to do the main game i was like oh god it, it felt like for me that there was a bit of a difficulty spike right at the end but maybe that's just yeah. been rubbish but it's um, also a bit weird how like the enemies have levels and the higher level they are the stronger they are fine but like because the the player character and their and their abilities don't exist on that scale you kind of you go into new areas and it's like well these guys are level three i am finding it quite tough but am i just supposed to find it quite tough now or am i like i don't know what what le- like i don't know what level i am therefore i don't know what level like you know it definitely you, you, felt like there were areas where if you went to an area where there's like really high level enemies yeah. then that wasn't an area you should be at this point yeah it yeah, felt yeah. like yeah there's a couple of bits i'm like okay well i'm just getting destroyed here i'm yeah. gonna do some other thing because mm-hmm. maybe i'm not meant to be here yet yeah um but yeah, I mean, I, 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 I thought I thought the combat was was good and and, and mm-hmm. um and when you get all of the other various like um uh various abilities to your service weapon mm-hmm. i think they're like four I think there's maybe four in total, and then you also get mm-hmm. loads of your own like abilities for your person. Um, yeah. the, the combat, I think, I think it's fantastic because there's, right. there's one different types of enemies where you need to attack them in different ways, and you're juggling your own various like move sets to deal with the various enemies and sort of like it's that thing it. of like yeah, because it, it's you have to sort of constantly cycle your abilities, don't you? Because you you know you have like a certain amount of energy and a certain amount of ammo. The ammo automatically recharges, but it takes a bit of time. So you constantly like, right, use the gun. Now use powers. Now use the gun. Now use power. And, yeah. it, and that that sort of little you know little cycle works really well. I like the fact um, it was unlimited ammo. You just have to wait for it yes. to like sort of uh, uh, refill and recharge. I wasn't yeah, yeah, like, okay yeah. trying to find ammo everywhere. I like the fact it was that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and like so as well as your service weapon having four different states and you can only like equip two at a time so i was mm-hmm. constantly changing between like the one that's like a handgun or the shotgun or some other ones you get i was constantly changing those depending on sort of better enemies or area i was in you mm. also have your own person you also have your abilities and you can use you've got you can use any of them at any point but mm-hmm. you also have your own personal mods and those sort of dictate how much energy you use when you deploy certain abilities or if you have extra life or less life but faster and I was changing them around a fair bit as well too, depending on the enemy. Yeah. Uh, and, and and you get absolutely shitloads of them, so it can be quite complicated. And you also all of them also have different levels. So you can get like level one, two, three, four, and ultra, and all sorts of stuff. But mm-hmm. I, I I love the fact you can like really create a play style or a loadout depending on the enemies or your style of gameplay. Yeah, you see, because I'm still at the point where I can only have like one mod <laughs> at any time, so I'm still sort of feeling fairly limited but I, yeah if that stuff opens up later on then that, that's exciting i think like the the main thing for me is there are a lot of things i admire about this game and, and one of the things is like how successfully it establishes this like just this weird tone in general and this sort of slightly sort of head fucky mindset that it puts you in like but i i don't find that particularly enjoyable 
it's like I really respect it and I think it's it's an amazing like how like all yeah like I say just all these sort of weird elements of the game all the way you know all like from the fact that like you pick up a gun and it makes you the director of a government bureau to the f- <laughs> the fact that like the people who've been possessed, uh, possessed by the hiss are just kind of floating around in the air but in these just slightly creepy ways um it's all so unsettling and See, and it, it is I, amazing how it achieves that but i like personally like to me that's not fun and that's not a criticism at all that's just i think this is one of the reasons i am struggling with it a little bit but sorry james you're gonna say something. i mean that's where i'm at with this like i can appreciate mm-hmm. that i yeah. just don't find it terribly interesting at the moment but then uh-huh. it may just be because i'm not in the right i wasn't in the right sort of you know you know sometimes you have to be in like the right sort of mindset to play certain games yeah and maybe yeah, i'm just not yeah. in the right mindset for it at the moment so uh-huh. i will continue and uh, see yeah. if yeah. i begin to enjoy it in more. terms of it being weird i mean I, i've heard it, it like i've never seen twin peaks it, mm-hmm. like is there, an, is there like anything twin like peaks. oh no okay, <laughs> twin peaks makes more sense like it really does <laughs> as in they, they twin give peaks you is all like weird and mind fuckery you don't quite know what's happening or, it or is, but they like, give so... you they give you more to go on than this does at the beginning. I mean, I'm sure yeah. that this opens up more as you as you play. But James, have you been reading any of like the things you pick up on the way? It's just not okay, very. Cool. They're just not very interesting though. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought I thought it was all I thought is interesting, but I guess it's just a difference of opinion. Yeah, I, I I thought, get, I, I, yeah. Like I, a lot of it is so lacking in context. Like it's all referring to characters you don't know about yet and stuff, and it's like oh, Trench said this, but what's Johnson going to think about that? And Steve, like, great, oh, and you. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, I've, what, what? I've no. You know. Not only that, but some of these notes are also like heavily redacted. So there's also loads yes. of like uh, black bits where you, like it says, and then you know, black space did this, and I can't believe you know black space did that, or and yeah. then we saw the black space. It's like so, even the notes which can be quite ambiguous and talking about things you haven't seen or people you haven't met are then also redacted in places where which someone in doesn't were, like, make any sense because these are these are documents lying around in the office where they were created. So does everyone just typing things? things out and then looking at what the, the print I'm going <laughs> oh actually hang on where's my, yeah, where's my marker pen and like even um, oh I've forgotten her name her, the, the character who's like your main sort of ally Emily um, Pope the, the advisor yes. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, like she's she's writing reports for you and there's still redacted elements on them sometimes. Mm. And you're just like, eh, whatever. Um, so, yeah, that, yeah that, was, um, that was odd. But. Yeah, but she's also got seniors and stuff. And, like, and, and, and like some yeah. stuff with, yeah. So yeah, but you're but the director. I, she, she's a fantastic character. <laughs> she is. She's great. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's really good. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, like, and I, you know, I like the, again, they, they don't make a lot of sense, but the weird sort of visions you get from Trench, the previous director. Uh, um, yeah, I did enjoy that. I thought that was, see, that was Yeah, because they're, they're so, like... Oh yeah, so this is what happens when you're fully immersed in this world for like 30 years. <laughs> like you are fucked. <laughs> like there was a I'll tell you what, there um, was a stunning visual moment with that actually when you go, you know mm-hmm. when you there's that where there's the uh what's called the telephone ringing for the first time. Yes. And you like go down that corridor and then you've yeah. got oh, that I, yeah, that's the fucking up great. The yeah, that, that was yeah, very yeah. good. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you're suddenly like a, a what a, a, like, looks like an old time in motel, and like to get there, yeah. there's these various like light switches yeah. where you like you, you you pull it three times, and suddenly you're transported to this. It's got a name. It's like something casino in motel, not the Arctic mm. Monkeys album. It's got like another name. <laughs> and then you there's like, there's like a mini puzzle in there to try and work out what's happening, and then you mm. you but you go into a bunch of them different things. And yeah. I thought all oh, those are really interesting. I, I loved how it suddenly went to like this weird puzzle mode. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 
Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I also love like the, the really massive type you get when you go into like, a new area. Yes. It was like big, old, big bold white letters like bang. It's, like, yeah, it, it's you. great because in terms of like, you know, sort of visual design for video games, it makes no sense. It's really bad because you can be running down a corridor and then you're like, fuck, I can't see anything. There's big fucking text in the way. Yeah, but it does but look it's, cool. It's, it's, yeah, but it looks cool as yeah, fuck. It looks like cool it. as fuck, yeah. Yeah, so you just, yeah, you let it go. It's fine. Um so, um, yeah. yeah, I think this game's excellent, but it, performance-wise, mm-hmm. it's, at, it's one of the worst games I've played in memory. Really? See, I've, um, so I've been playing it on the PS4 Pro. It's been there. okay. There's been a couple of stutters, but it's. But I have heard, yeah, like everyone's been like having real problems with it. Yeah, so I'm playing on the One X, and um, okay. I mean, most powerful it, so, console on earth, guys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's shocking, basically. Um, really? When you pause the game. And go into when you pause and go into a menu, and you do that a lot. Be it yeah. maybe you're changing your like weapon mods or your own mods, or you're mm-hmm. looking at the map, or looking at challenges, or whatever. You know, there's um or t- the task objectives at hand. You're in your menus a lot. I found anyway. Yeah. And when you unpause, there's like a noticeable say two second lag, Ooh. whereby if you like, hey, you unpause and you go forwards, the game will it won't lock up, but it will basically go framey or almost in that single digits. Jesus. So what you would have to do is, well, I'll unpause it and not move my character for two seconds and then move <laughs> in. It was fine. Because if, because yeah, I, I would if I went to move straight away, it'd just go like, uh, 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 and then um. Mm. But also, sometimes, uh, um, maybe it will be around where I pause. But it basically, it's, it's so laggy that it would like get me killed. Um, there was right. like an ability later on where like you can basically like um, an enemy can fire a rocket at you and you can like grab that rocket and throw it back at the enemy. Yeah. I barely did it because every time I did it the game would like freeze and uh, and I'll basically get killed like there's literally no way for me working out the timing the correct timing of catching that rocket and throwing it back at a person because the game was like you know just like mm. really struggling performance wise mm. um, it was it was really bad for I mean but it wasn't enough to, to make me not like the game but performance wise it's, it's shocking really at points and I, I guess I got used to it towards the end but it's that's um, not good at all. Especially on the One X, you expect all better for these sorts of consoles. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. the game is doing a lot of stuff. Like you can pick up yeah. anything in the game. Right? With your abilities, you can see anything in front of you. Be that you know, like something on a desk or a desk itself. Everything, every single object. When you like hover your cursor over it, there's like a white outline to signify that you can pick that up with your abilities and chuck it at enemies or do whatever you need to do. Like literally every single item. And um, and if you're looking at a place where there's no items and you press the, the button to, to basically uh, pull and, and push something, it rips out a bit of the building, so a bit of the wall. Um, and so I feel like there's like an absolute shitload of um, things happening like computationally behind the scenes mm. for you to be able to like move and rotate and throw and grab every single object possibly and also like you know destroy the, the environment itself. So... It feels like it's really struggling on these yeah. on this generation of consoles. I bet it's yeah, you know, on PC it's probably a different story, but, but yeah, because the PC version uses all the bad. new RTX shit and everything, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, well? I've heard Digital Foundry say it's like a fantastic example of what RTX can do and Yeah. But I mean yeah. it's stunning on consoles as well. It's not like um Oh yeah, I, I think yeah. it's it's a gorgeous game. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I thought it was absolutely excellent. There, there, there is one bit towards the end which is so so fucking cool. I can't, I can't wait to talk to people about it. Um, I guess I, I'm not even going to give it its name um, right. because I may have spoiled it. It probably isn't. It's just a random name. But there mm. is a bit towards the end which um, 
combines like music with really cool gameplay and mm-hmm. it's just it's like it's just a really fucking cool bit at the end um yeah. i think for like podcasts or shows that do like best moment of the year i, I think that this will be up there with one of the, the coolest things you can do um it, it felt very max pain mm-hmm. um and uh I, I think it's worth it for that yeah the, sto- the story i i finished the game i'm still left with lots lots of questions but like I've covered on previous things, like films or books or games that do that, I absolutely love. I, I love sort of being left with more questions than answers. Yeah, uh, yeah totally. I would love to see another control game. Uh, I think there's so much more to do in this universe, and uh, games with this sort of weird vibe. I don't think there's enough of them out there. And mm. um, yeah, yeah, I was, uh, some, yeah, I was a big something fan. to be so willfully weird and but with like but with the budget that this has had, that is that is a rare thing, and it's worth yeah. celebrating because it feels kind of. So many times it felt like I was playing a 360 game in like yeah. I don't. It just feels quite old school in some regards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't quite put my finger on why, but it feels like an old school game that looks modern with like you know a crazy story, crazy characters. Like it's like, sometimes I was thinking like, how does this game get made? Like it's you know it's, it's so many games these days are like okay, let's just put another sequel out of this safe game. You know, and like th- this game feels anything but safe. It's just it's quite yeah. out there. It's quite weird, mm-hmm. and I absolutely loved it for it. Mm. Fair dues. Uh, and I hope you two do, do stick with it and play more. Cause, um, well, I think probably what I'll do is basically I'll, I'll wait until this patches out that fixes the navigation and stuff, um, and then and then go from there. I think um, because I really and here's a neat segue for you. Really want to play Astral Chain because I've only <laughs> played like I've only played about half an hour of it, and it seems pretty fucking cool so far. Yeah. Um, but how, like, how much time have you guys put into it? I've played it for about three hours or so. Okay, yeah. About I've you, probably done about one hour, and I okay. I haven't played ne- a, a platinum game before, so I'm oh, incredibly shit. confused. Yeah, I'll bet. Okay, incredibly confused. So uh, <laughs> you, you you go away and, and tell us what this game's about because I have questions. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, this is quite unlike anything they've done before like yes it is still a melee combat game but it's all about yeah you, you've got this um what's it called legionus legionus something uh, the, the um, legions yeah yeah, yeah legions yeah this 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 creature that you have on it literally on a leash and you can sort of control or it chain. as well and or chain sorry yeah um and you can do loads of cool shit with it but i've not really got into that yet because i've done the training section and that's pretty much it so james do you want to talk about this one or yeah, I mean, I, I see. I felt like the complete opposite of control with this because yeah. I, this grabbed me as soon as I started playing it because yeah. I just, I mean, straight in, it's got like ridiculous like anime style plot and all that kind of thing, but it kind of works. I, you know, I mm-hmm. thought it was that was like absolutely fine, but I mean, the combat in the beginning felt. I said it then. I've just said in the yeah. beginning. <laughs> but yeah, the combat in the beginning. I said it again. Seemed a oh, bit simplistic. <laughs> Compared with like Bayonetta and stuff, but then you realise after yeah. a while that it's all about controlling the chain and that yeah. basically it's about using two... You're playing two players at once, like at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like the hook of it. And once... I mean, one of the things that I thought was quite good is that the tutorial does do quite a good job of breaking everything down so that it's very understandable. Yeah. And it does work, but it does start to feel a bit fiddly when battles get really intense and there's loads mm-hmm. going on at the screen at the same time. I mean, also this game looks incredible, like in terms of yes. like for a switch. I mean, I don't want to say for a switch game, but considering the 
chaos that is going on sometimes here and how fast everything's moving and it's mm-hmm. not like dropping frames or anything like that and also my switch is not like making terrible noises either like recently <laughs> a couple of games i played like fire emblem yes. and also little nightmares which i've just i'm going to talk about in a minute mm-hmm. both of these games made made the fans on my switch just go mad like all the time but for yeah, some... fire emblem definitely i definitely heard that yeah but this doesn't for some reason it seems to be not doing that i mean maybe that's a worry maybe it should be i'm not sure but it still works very well. I mean, once I figured out how you know how you use the chains to like chain up people, and yeah, then you can like you know work together to you know with the with the legion to like do it. It's 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 pretty good. But it's just I did like the way that everything is explained and it's very detailed about the way it does that. And I've been also. I mean, you haven't have you either? Well, okay, Sean, have you got as far as getting to the city yet? Like where you're doing like detective stuff no not yet no okay because that's quite good as well like because you i mean the first one is very simplistic like you you walk around and then you have this system called the iris where you can like you press like the the uh what's called the cross you know the plus button or whatever Mm -hmm. and it brings up like a computer overview like display where you can like zoom in on stuff and you can like identify what things are and who people are and stuff but then the whole point is to try and use that to solve like small mysteries that are going on like why is that drone crashed up there and then you can like see the trajectory of where it's come and how it's been shot by something then you've got to try and like hunt it down and things like that so there's all like these like little sort of like side missions that are going on within the bigger story as you know as you're sort of uh you know sort of um going through it but it's i mean there's also i mean there's very early on there's like a big thing which happens which like changes the whole dynamic a bit and it's just it's just very very engaging i found um particularly yeah visually it's it's very very enjoyable, but I mean, I just the only thing I didn't like about it was it's just the the combat. The it doesn't feel to me it doesn't feel terribly satisfying. Like you know, with Bayonetta, one of the brilliant things with that was like chaining combos together and like you yeah. know, like smashing something up in there, and then like it really felt like you're really connecting like with your kicks and stuff like that, and like shooting. Mm. This didn't feel like that so much to me. But then I guess that's because really it's all about manipulating the chains, which is a different kind yeah. of mechanic. Because uh, I, I I was a little bit disappointed when I realised so when you like you have to like switch to the gun like yeah. manually, and then it just fires in like like bursts doesn't yeah. it it's not like bayonetta where you use it as your combo extender so you can be you know like mid combo whatever and then just hold any of the attack buttons and she'll just like you know stick in, in place and like start shooting with the guns and yeah like or, or like devil may cry as well um so that felt weird but i guess yeah again it's that's just me not uh, i've not got in far enough i don't really like fully get all the stuff you can do with the the legion yet so no, I'm really excited to play more of this. Like I said, I've only played a bit. And like, you know, considering, yes, like you say, you sort of, you feel like you're making excuses to like, oh, well, it looks really good for a Switch game. But like considering I played this off the back of Control, which as we were just saying, is like doing so many cool things visually that like it's actually a struggle for mm. a PS4 Pro and an Xbox One X. The fact that I'm like going to Astral Chain and just being like, wow, this looks great. Like, yeah. <laughs> not even you know no mitigating sort of oh considering it's on a handheld like it just looks fantastic it's got a style like the lighting and like you know the sort of like the the sort of wet roads at night and stuff with all the you know yeah. the light bouncing off it looks incredible See, um, and that's the thing because i mean i would say i mean control obviously looks better but i would say yeah. this is a yeah, lot yeah. more visually interesting though like what's going mm-hmm. on here it's mm-hmm. yeah I, I found it more much more entertaining yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm. I think what I'll probably do is like smash Astral Chain and then see what happens with this patch for Control and then, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then get Control finished. But yeah, yeah. So yeah. Astral Chain. So I haven't played a game like this before. I haven't played Devil May mm. Cry or Bayonetta or anything like that. That's insane, I've, um, by the way. 
Let's yeah, <laughs> I know. And I've got Devil May Cry 5. I actually started it on over the weekend, but then uh-huh. I thought, hang on, I should just get control something else finished. So I yeah. quickly turned off and played that. But um, yeah, so I haven't played any of those games or anything like this before. I've obviously seen what games like Devil May Cry and Bayonetta are like, mm-hmm. but never even partaken really. Um, mm-hmm. And I, on this, I got through to like the, I've done that, the, the bit up to where you get into the office, basically. So I've done yeah. like the tutorial section. Okay. And, um, like, I know this is going to sound like the independent review, but it sounds like a lot of button mashing. Now, what happened is, <laughs> what happened is, I think, um, I guess it's like maybe before, maybe when you like can set the name of your character. I'm not sure if that's before tutorial or after, but basically, there's a bit where it says what style of gameplay do you want. Yeah. yeah. And um, maybe that's when you get into the office. Anyway, regardless, I'd already played a bit already at that point because it starts you off straight away within gameplay. And then in the end, it's okay. Like choose your character, design that person, and then you choose your thing. And basically, there's like the options of, um, like, I don't know what they're called, but essentially one was like, you've never played one of these games before, and I chose that. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's going to be a mistake. I think I'm going to have to change it, because after I, like, did another level or another section, I didn't, there was no grade after it. There was nothing. And apparently, the grades only happen if you go to the other difficulty. Platinum I guess standard, I'm yeah, easy yeah, yeah. mode. Yeah. But I, I mean, think when yeah, I read the like, description for standard, is like, you're an experienced gamer of this game type, and I'm like, oh, I've literally never played one in my life, so I'll choose the one below that. But there's no grading, and it feels like, honestly, the difficulty I'm playing at, whatever it's called, casual or whatever, yeah. that it is just keep hammering that button until the enemies die. No, and I want really to like actually... That. Yeah, I, I want to actually understand what these games are about, so I think next time I play it, which will be later, uh, today or tomorrow, then I will yeah, I'll change it to diff- next, give difficulty up. I guess. I mean, I'll see the, how uh, you descri- go, because I think the, the, sim- like the simple combos and stuff, I think that is just a thing in, in the early game, right, James? I think it... Does it not? It opens up a bit later on. It does, yeah, and especially okay, yeah when when you figure out like how like with the training system and everything like that, you, yeah. there's a lot more to it. Yeah, so I don't yeah. necessarily think that's the mode you've got it on, Matt. So it might be worth like because when I when I was doing that early section, I was like, oh, thank fuck, it's not grading me anymore. Like that's <laughs> because that you know that is a, a typical um, you know platinum thing. Yeah, and like as someone who really enjoys these games and has played a lot of them i still like you know when i'm playing like my first run through like bayonetta or bayonetta 2 i'm just getting shit ratings constantly and you're just like look i don't need to see this just let me play the game once through and then i'll worry about how well i'm doing um so yeah so when i thought it just actually wasn't grading me at all i was like, oh thank fuck i'm not going to be told how shit i am every five minutes um but so i i mean i've put it up to platinum standard and i'll see how i go um i imagine so is that like, the top difficulty that's the well yeah it's the top one that it offers you to begin with i I assume there are higher ones yeah um right yeah um so uh, yeah i I'd, I'd see how you go yeah because um, like, you can uh, shift it around anyway like yeah just... I, I mean i'm gonna i mean i know those first like a few levels are just to get you understanding but like when you first get your legion and there's like you have those first two battles and and yeah, with, with all the cutscenes towards the beginning, I was like, "This is awesome!" But I'm just, and yes, I'm, I'm like making sure I'm not just running in and hitting it. I'm like stepping back when I need to and going back in. But I was just literally just hammering a button. So I was like, "This is amazing, satisfying." And as a newcomer to this sort of game, I'm like, "What mm-hmm. is this even about?" So yeah, I'll, I'll keep going. And then, I, but I feel like I need to move up to at least a level where you get the grades because. Yeah, because is it all about chaining different moves? So, so is this much more like a beat 'em up than I anticipated? Actually, you remember and know certain move sets, or is it oh not yeah, like there's that the, at all? yeah, there's like set combos and stuff. I believe, yeah. Okay, so you guys are literally um, playing like certain combination of buttons in order to do certain moves and chain them in a way that you know would work in battle scenarios. Is that what you're doing? 
Well, you will be, yeah. Once you once you start to, because the thing is, you need to. It's all about the legion that you work with, and the mm. like, and how you work with that. And until you've done like the event, which you probably haven't done yet, that won't be fully apparent. But then it becomes okay. so. Okay, you'll see. Okay, cool. Because I think, uh, like, yeah, and because obviously, like, what you're bumping up against here, Matt, is that like. Because normally that legion isn't there. Like, yeah, they normally like platinum games are really involved with the combos and stuff, like right off the bat. Whereas this, yeah. I think, very intentionally like strips that stuff away. Um, certainly to begin with, just because it's like you are getting your head around controlling a second character as well. So, yeah. Mm. So it's it's an interesting one for you to, to be your first, I think. Yeah, um, but no, I'm going to keep going. I mean, I, I think I actually said on Sunday night stream, uh, the Outskid stream mm-hmm. with me and James, I said, oh, Gears 5's out next, or this Friday, I'm going to have to mm-hmm. get hammered before then, thinking mm-hmm. this game is a short game. But actually, <laughs> the, uh, Gears actually isn't actually out until the 10th, so I've got hey. much longer to play this. And I'm, yeah, yeah, this is a game now I'm playing now until Gears is out on the 10th. So cool. I'm excited to get more, and I want to see what this game's are about. And mm-hmm. um, so I'll keep trying, even though right now I'm like, what even is really happening but yeah it looks stunning i love the style as well mm-hmm. and uh, i'm up for whatever crazy story is about to happen it seems like it's gonna be pretty madcap yeah, um, yeah. yes i'm gonna keep going but yeah but um uh, are you are you both absolutely loving it then you think this is up there with so the best? far yeah I'm, I'm well excited about playing more of it yeah fantastic and you, James, I presume you've also played all the others, a lot of other games like this as well. Yeah, you? absolutely. And uh, yeah, this this one is turning out to be very nice so far. Yeah, hmm. cool. Yeah, well, cool. I'll, I'll hopefully have much more to say from a bit, a bit of a uh, more informed position next week. Hopefully, yeah. Um, right, the last one that I think all of us have played now, although this will be brief, um, is I think we've all now played Life is Strange to episode four. Is that right? Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but obviously, yeah, so finished, we'll, we will do a spoiler night. cast about this as, as soon as we can. Um, which, what, like next week, <laughs> if that? Um, yeah, you're thinking next week. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, broadly speaking, I am so impressed with this. Like, I'm really excited about the final episode now. Um, That's interesting. Like, okay, are you, no, are you not? I didn't think much of this episode at all. Probably. Shit. Okay, we should probably not talk about this because this is. Yeah, well, yeah <laughs> all right, fine. No, I, I just thought this was going to be like everyone broadly recommends it and then we move on, but okay, okay, all right, fine. Yeah, I um, mean, this, uh, this point is probably the wrong word, but I, I played this episode very different to how I normally play. Normally, how I play these like, episodes, which are about between three and four hours long, mm-hmm. closer to three hours normally, I basically set an evening aside and I play the whole thing in one go. Yeah. Maybe. If it's dragging on, maybe I will finish off in a second play for a second sort of a session. But generally, yeah. one go, that's it. But this, I did like an hour here, half an hour there, half an hour there, and okay. maybe that affected how I took to what happened in the episode. Yeah. Um. And, but yeah, I I finished the episode thinking, okay, it's just. I mean, obviously, I'm excited <laughs> for the next one because it's a great series. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I I really can't wait to see what happens next. But as mm. a, as an episode in itself, I wasn't wasn't blown away and i've heard mostly everyone saying it's fucking it's really excellent so um mm. i'm clearly in clearly in the minority there but it didn't do much for me but you two no. both loved it do you i did i think, i really liked it with a couple of small reservations but yeah, yeah no that's that's fair i can yeah okay but yeah, that's a right, well, we'll fight about that yeah. next week then. I mean, I can't wait to do the spoiler spoiler cast <laughs> because I have um, I have questions. Also, yeah. this is the first time I'd ever played this uh, episode or an episode of this where I was the last one out of our four to play it. Oh, that's true. It's usually so, me. 
normally I'm first or I get it done like the first day or two. Yeah. But I, I was delayed because I was playing Control and, and other games. So, but this time, for the first time ever, I actually got to see all of your results. <laughs> and and ra- rather than me being the first and it's just like my friends is like 0% because no one else has mm. played it, mm. I actually got to see what you guys did. So I thought that was interesting at the end. Yeah, uh, yeah and I cannot wait for the spoiler cast because... Yeah, I, I've got a lot good. of opinions on this episode. Be but you know, it, it's still Life is Strange two, still an absolutely brilliant game. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just I hope it gets a, a bit more traction when because I know the you know there hasn't been much marketing around it. I'm assuming when the final episode comes out and like you know you can just buy the whole season just before Christmas. I'm hoping there's going to be like a real you know a bit of, bit of support around it because it's it's been great and I can't believe there hasn't been as much noise around it as there was yeah, around the first it, series. It's, it feels really quiet, which is yeah. sad. But like yeah, I said, yeah. maybe they've looked at the numbers. Actually, a lot of people just like to buy the game as one and yeah. ham it through. Yeah, yeah. Because um, because anyway, like we've that. said before, the gaps between the episodes have been a little bit ridiculous. Yeah, like yeah. It's yeah. Taken over a what, year. November, December. I think it's early December. Yeah. Yeah. Mad. Yeah. Um, I've just got a couple more which should only be brief um, so last week uh, I talked about Rad uh, the double fine game um, playing yeah. it on the Switch and I was saying how it is really hard and I was not getting on with it as a result uh, Chris Johnston of uh, Player One Podcast got in touch and he was like yeah you know there's 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 options there's difficulty options <laughs> Um, so yeah basically yeah in the option screen there's like a, there's various assists you can use and um uh, to be honest i've forgotten what half of them were they were all like some of them were like really quite massive like fundamental changes and some were just quite uh, quite slight all i did was i enabled the one that makes you do a bit more damage and fucking hell it's a different game uh, um, how do you not go into those menus to look at the options available i don't, I didn't i don't know it just didn't even occur to me you know well, most but, games but when you go start games yeah. when i start a game i literally the first thing i do is i go in settings i don't know oh, if, no, that's if, if that's no, maybe from like my no, old like pc you, gamer days i always do that it's the first really? thing i do is go in options yeah, yeah like, so, so the game loads up like obviously there's that like, start game or whatever or whatever like that the option is but i'm not like, i go to like every other option on the main menu check everything possibly and i think that may be like a pc gamer mentality from when i was like 15 yeah. 16 like checking you know, yeah. what was the resolution and the various yeah. settings but no i always check every single setting just because okay. that's just i don't know what i don't know what i expect to see that even like you know <laughs> anything on that, that main menu i check just in case <laughs> there's something on there i may need to see um, uh, yeah. So yeah yeah I, I yeah so literally just like right a bit more damage thank you and then so you know i was saying last week that i couldn't even really get past like the first world and um, mm. got to world three um and it was great i had loads more fun with it and got to see loads more of the mutations and um sort of have a bit a better a better idea of how the, the overall structure works like you you're supposed to like every time you finish a world like the money that you're carrying you can like cash it in and like store it and then that i think that gives you like other benefits later on um and yeah uh, just, yeah loads better so i'm i'm it's not like i'm not obsessed with it certainly not in the face of like having like astral chain and control and, and stuff to play um but it's been like a, a really nice game to just sort of dip in, like dip in and out of um, in between everything else. So yeah, I basically ignore everything I said last week about the, the difficulty. Oh yeah, and I think, you know, I was saying like how it's like double fine games tend to be really funny and this one just hadn't made me laugh at all. Um, <laughs> so between each world, you like, so you can visit like the hometown again and everyone comments on like the mutations that you've picked up so like, <laughs> that's not, uh, 
That's a nice touch, isn't it? Yeah, so like, you know, I had like this one ability that allowed me to slow down time, which manifested as like this like brain like grew out of the, the back of my, like the base of my, my back. And like, and you just go up to people in town, they're like, oh, hey, you've got a back brain now <laughs> and stuff like that. And it's just genuinely quite funny. Um, so yeah, I thought that was really smart. That made me laugh a lot. Um, yeah, so uh, rad. It's good. Quite like it. So um, are you close to finishing it? Is it a big old game or? It's well, it's a roguelike, so it's sort of yeah. So like I said, you know, I made loads of progress, got to world three, and then died. So then that um, puts me back at the oh, start. Right. So, but yeah, quite quite happy to keep um, keep having, having a go at it. Um, I'm not expecting is, to is finish that a game it any pass game or what, how are you playing that again? Uh, I'm playing it on the Switch. Oh, right, um, okay. which it's sort of perfect for because, like I say, it's not hugely deep or anything. Um, and because it's a roguelike, obviously it's sort of designed for sort of shorter play sessions. It's designed to be like a little bit you know, disposable, I guess. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, visually, it's a bit gnarly on the Switch. It does this weird. It's like certain effects like render at different resolutions and stuff to try and keep the frame rate going along. It's, it looks kind of weird, but um, it's fine. Um, the nice. other thing I played because uh, obviously last week Matt talked about telling lies. Um, I sat down with my wife and played through her story. Nice. Um, That's cool. Talking about all the new games on the computer game show. What did you play um, it on? Sorry? What did you play it on? Uh, PC. Okay. Because uh, I've had it for years. It was like, you know, obviously it's been out since 2015. And then obviously at some point it was in a sale and I grabbed it knowing that it was supposed to be very good. Um, yeah. Surprise bulletin from four years ago. It's fucking great. And I'm so excited about playing Telling Lies now. It really is. Um, yeah. Oh, it's absolutely wonderful. I mean, I don't know if I need to worry about spoiling it. I mean, probably not given that it's four years old, but then if someone had spoiled it for me, um, you know, I, I wouldn't have played it this week and, and really enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, and just what a great experience. Like, I was so glad that I, you know, managed to sit down with my wife and play it. Like, we had such a good time. Like, she was like taking all the notes. Um, and like when we were just like you know talking through everything together, and like yeah, it was a proper. Yeah, good I mean, fun. after playing um, uh, Telling Lies, I, I said like this would be great, we're, 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 you know, for you to play it with a partner. Yeah, it's just like, it's a great, really engaging story. Two of you can discuss and mm-hmm. think. Okay, let's search for this. Let's look at that. What does that mean? Yeah, and uh, yeah, her story a bit, or her story and Telling Lies a bit are both perfect for that. So so, yeah. so so she really enjoyed it, did she? Yeah, she did. Yeah, she loved it, and then like immediately like played the trailer for Telling Lies, and she's like properly excited about going into that as well now. So yeah, yeah, just a shout out in case you haven't already heard her story is fucking brilliant, fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Matt, do you want to? Have you got any more? Uh, I, pl- I played Alex Kid in Miracle World again on yes. Sunday, me and James. Um, <laughs> I didn't get a chance to before. watch it. How's it going? It's going well, actually. Um, yeah. I mean, I haven't <laughs> finished the game yet, so... <laughs> he made progress, though. Like... So. I mean, not, okay. not yeah. quantum leaps that he made the first week, but he is making progress. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but th- this week I was... I mean, the first... My first... Well, actually, second one, because the first one I died really quickly, but second one, I was all business, not a lot mm-hmm. of chatter. I was just like playing a game and I got to the castle straight away really quickly. But after that, we got bogged down in the conversations about you know phone contracts and um <laughs> and like how you sit when you play games and god knows what else and then that wasn't really concentrating on but no, on YouTube, i got further right? i got further than ever before um mm-hmm. and i got through to what felt like a really fast stage and uh, i'm absolutely loving playing the game it's just it's great playing it it's um it gets quite tense and i've got like a few lives left and i've got to a, a boss where i know is probably going to kill me or haven't written down if he's going to do stone or paper <laughs> or, or or scissors um but 
uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm loving streaming James. It's, it's always good, and, uh, and I think the chat are enjoying it too. So, you know, I'm, I was really hoping to get it done actually on Sunday, but <laughs> it wasn't to be. So, hopefully, next Sunday or this coming Sunday. So, but we will, yes. we'll see. I mean, I, I, I can get up to where I got to this time relatively easy if I concentrate. It's now just the last bit after this. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you think it's going, James? As I said, I think you're doing well. I think, but I think we've started to hit a bit of a brick wall last night with it because yeah. it. I mean, the thing is, is like it does start to get a bit trickier, and we haven't even hit the really difficult bit yet, and that's what I'm a bit worried about. <laughs> so yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, I, I still to now, I'm like, as if I use save states, like, I, I can do this. It's just there's a lot of it. But now I'm thinking, oh, hang on, what if this game does suddenly flip and it is suddenly ridiculous? <laughs> Uh, but I'm not using save states. People keep coming and chat like, hey, so is Matt not finished yet? Is he using save states yet? I'm like, no, we're not using save states. I mean, <laughs> I know that's giving him massive regret, aka Ornstein and Smo levels of regret. I don't want to do that again. So I will, I'm going to keep bloody going and I'm not using save states. I'm going to get this game done without save states. That's a promise, all right? All right, all right fine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think, I think you will I do it, it, but I still think it's going to take a couple more weeks, to be honest. I don't think that's you're fine. Gonna... That's fine. But we'll, we'll see how it goes. I don't care how long it takes. It's yeah. going to get done. Um, and but, I, but I'm really enjoying it. And yeah, getting to each new level, I'm like, did I do this when I was a kid? Oh yes, I do remember this. And uh, yeah, I, I'm actually loving it. This is a uh, it's a great game. It's <laughs> it's gone off my estimation when I was a kid. It was just like some really hard platform game, and now I'm just loving it a bit more. But yeah, um, that, that that's all we've been playing really. But it's Astral Chain now for me until I think Gears yeah, Five's out on the tenth. I think that's I think there's nothing else. I can remember that's out between now and Gears 5, but uh, no doubt 20 games quite next week that I haven't heard of, and uh, yeah. it'll be a busy one. Probably. James, you got any more? Uh, only one, which I won't talk yeah. about excessively, but I mean, I played yeah. Little Nightmares. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And you see, this is weird because I'm not sure what I was expecting with this because I saw all the promo videos because this came out on PC ages ago, presumably, yeah? Is uh, and the 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 big consoles, I think. Yeah. Okay. So I only just got it on Switch recently because it was cheap. Like they did, like mm-hmm. it was like eleven quid, I think, for like the whole definitive collection or whatever. Okay. So I thought I'd give it a go. But then I've not really heard anyone ever talk about it. Like I've I've just heard people say, yeah, it looks nice or whatever, but not really anyone saying anything. I mean, mm-hmm. a shorthand explanation is that it, it's it's kind of like Limbo or Inside or whatever. You know, it's like kind yeah. of like you're trying to escape. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. It's it's. Oh, best... okay. I, I don't know anything about this game. I, I obviously you mention it, but oh, okay. So it's one of those sorts of games, is yeah. it? Yeah, it's you're basically just trying to escape, and you each room, each area that you go into has like some puzzles or whatever. You yeah, they're environmental puzzles that you've got to try and figure out. You know, to sort of progress and in a like sort of a really. Very well designed, horribly dingy sort of ship that you're trying to escape from is kind of what's going on. And there's also like a whole backstory there with all the characters that are around you that is sort of told to you through the environment as well. And it's it's very well done and very well uh, sort of very interesting. I mean, I I played through the first um, the main game, which is where you play uh, with like with just with one of the characters, and it. It was fantastic. Like it's, it's really. I found it very well judged in terms of like the difficulty curve, in terms of like the, uh, the puzzles. Were, you know, were just about right for each sort of area that I went into. But then I got to play this the DLC, and it's really difficult. <laughs> like by comparison, it's like it's it like with the other one, it feels like they nice they sort of nicely sort of urge you into like into like sort of the, the sort of the thought patterns but with this one it took me quite a long time to get through because there was a lot of stuff where I was like I a couple of things I looked up because I was like 
I have no idea how I would have figured that out. There's no way I would have done that on my own. Um, but the main game, I never felt the need to do that because it all felt completely natural. There was a couple of times where I was stuck, but you just sort of look around and eventually you figure it out. But yeah, the the, the, the other story was much more difficult. But what's really nice is that the, the DLC tells the same kind of story, but from a different perspective. And then they kind of meet up a bit like towards the end. And it's... It's really, yeah, it's really great. But mm-hmm. yeah, atmospherically, fantastic. I'm surprised no one seems to bother playing this because I think it's very good. It's, um, yeah, cool. it's also, it's not very long either. I mean, you can do the whole thing probably under, I don't know, probably five, six hours. You can do like the whole thing. And right. I, I was re- I was quite gripped by it. I mean, I was just, uh, yeah, I, I kept on sort of coming back to it. Even when I got stuck, I had that thing where you play and then you stop because you feel, oh, I've had enough of this now. And then about five minutes later, I was like, oh, I think I'll go back and play some more because I think I can figure that out. And uh, yeah, it's it's very good. I would heartily recommend it because I think it's it's great. I also so, need to watch a load of the YouTube videos because there's tons and tons of backstory stuff as well that I, I'd like to explore. Um, cool. Yeah, because I think it's interesting. Um, so, so how scary is this? Would you say is it? Not- it's not scary. It's it's okay, not scary. Cool. It's I mean, it's not called big nightmares, is it? No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it sounds easy. I mean, there's yeah. bits in it. I mean, there's no there's no like there's no jump scares or anything like that. It's not that kind of game, okay. really. It's just it and the I mean the monster design that they have is very interesting. I think it looks incredible. And like on mm-hmm. Switch in particular, again, it looks great. Although it did make my Switch like sound like a like my PS4. Like it was it was <laughs> it was really going crazy. But um, yeah, it's still absolutely excellent. Yeah, I mean, I love games like Inside Limbo and that sort of stuff. So I think I might like pick it, it up. I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize it was a game like that. I haven't really looked into it, but uh, yeah, I guess you're psyched for the sequel. Is that out this year or next year? Uh, it's next year, I think. But yeah, I'm okay, cool. Definitely now, yeah, because it's um, yeah, it was again. As I said, it was something I had no idea really about, apart from seeing a trailer and thinking that looked interesting. But yeah, I really think it's very good. It's uh, yeah, nice. Speaking of jump scares, you finished Until Dawn, didn't you? This week, I did. Yeah, I, I, I mean that. <laughs> well, last week, sorry. That's a very good game. Um, until dawn. Yeah. I mean, it tails off a bit. I think towards the end. I think the first maybe two thirds of the game are, are better than the ending, like sort of section where things kind of get revealed, and it's maybe not quite as interesting as I was hoping it was going to be. But um, it still has brilliant characters and funny writing, like throughout. It really clearly knows what it is, and uh, mm. yeah, it really plays up to it. And I was devastated because I lost one of my characters that I was trying to keep alive. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he. Uh, he died because I made a mistake in the end, but I still managed to save <laughs> Emily, so it's fine. It's <laughs> it was okay, but uh, yeah, it was a very very fun game to stream, and uh, yeah, it, it definitely. I mean, out of all the stuff that I've streamed, it's probably the one I've had the most fun with because I just genuinely enjoy playing it rather than gritting my teeth and playing it. It was yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it was nice to see you actually enjoy a game. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I did rare, jump. Be- I, beautiful I, and rare thing. There weren't so many jump scares, I don't think, in the last episode, but there were still just a lot of mm-hmm. funny moments. I think it was it was good. Yeah, cool. We'll have to look at um, like if wherever we are for EGX or whatever, like if we're all in the same building, we'll have to try and stream a bit of hidden agenda as well and see see how that yeah. works. That'd be really interesting. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine yeah. us not being in the same building. Do you know what I mean? I mean, if we're in the same building with a good internet connection and a console yeah, yeah, to stream yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it's a whole whole faff in it. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, right, is it emails time? It is emails time. Um, cool. 
If you want to email us, it's podcast at thecomputergameshow.com. Uh, Stuart Baker's written in, he said, uh, Recently my laptop, laptop died and having not had a gaming machine other than consoles for about 15 years, I took this opportunity to finally get myself one and get back into PC gaming. I immediately jumped on PC Game Pass offer and gave uh, Gears of War 4 a whirl. Not having an Xbox this gen uh, meant I never got a chance to play it. However, I wasn't too bothered as I was pretty much geared out after the third, or so I thought. Last night I completed it after smashing through it all week. I've spent all my spare time the last few days playing through the game, rediscovering why I love the Gears franchise to begin with, and how much I love uh, the guns and gunplay. I'm now ridiculously pumped for Gears 5, and love the fact that I only have two weeks to wait. I have two questions off the back of my time with Gears 4, if that's okay. Is there a gaming franchise... That's your first question. Okay. Yeah, that's that done. (laughs) No. Is there a gaming franchise you thought you were done with, but eventually pulled you back in with newer additions to the franchise? And what's your favourite gaming weapon? Playing this game just reconfirmed that the Lancer is up there as one of the best of all time. It's meaty as hell, shoots and handles so well, and has a chainsaw attached to boot. What more could you ask for? And that's it. Uh, A gaming franchise you thought you were done with eventually pulled you back in with newer additions. I mean, I thought I hated assassin's creed and then black flag happened um and then it turns out after that i still hated assassin's creed but black flag was like this <laughs> wonderful so nothing yeah um and you know and it's sort of it was interesting in that like you know uh the character you play as wants to be a pirate and feels sort of a little bit bogged down by all the assassin shit that's going on and i'm like mate same it's <laughs> so um yeah so that was interesting um other than that, I, I don't know. I'm I'm struggling to think of anything. Have you guys got any? I flip flop on stuff all the time with this. Sort of thing, so I'm sure it's going to. I mean, I'm sure at some point I will go back to Xenoblade Chronicles again, even though I've like. Will you tried that? Something? Well, probably not. No, you won't. No, There's been won't. like two occasions that you've like done that. And I've tried stopped. it twice, yeah, and it's it's not really worked out. I don't know. What about you, Matt? Have you got anything? I mean, um, I love Shining Force Three without playing the first two, um, but I don't mean like so, so many like franchises. You like you have like an idea about what that is about, and you don't bother at all. And it's yeah. rare for a game to come out and you think, "Hang on, maybe I will try this." I mean, um, it's not only really franchise, but even just like playing Astral Chain. I'm like, I just saw mm. those sorts of games before and just thought, "Now, nah, just you know, I didn't see them and get pumped." I yeah. can think of one. Uh, I know they're not all franchise, but um, so was that James? I can think of one: Resident Evil Seven coming back to that because I yep. felt done with that after Resident Evil 5 because yeah mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's, that's a great example I, I did mean, not 7 is way too scary for me but I definitely see what you mean because I, I really didn't enjoy I like see, I didn't enjoy the direction that it took with 4 I know 4 is a very good game what but no no no, no 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 understand what I'm saying here right this is otherwise <laughs> <laughs> this is, oh, is going to go wildly out of control yeah 4 is a very listeners very good are writing game. emails as we speak yeah, 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 I mean, so am I. Four is a very good game, and I enjoyed it very much. But it's an action yeah. game; it's not a horror game, and yeah, that's fair. that is that is why I enjoyed Resident Evil Seven because it felt like it went back to like the horror kind of roots more than the the than uh, Four did. But I still yeah. enjoyed Four. Four was very good, but Five was not a good game, and neither was Six. You see, Four is the only one that I like. So, <laughs> yeah, but, oh, uh, really? yeah, but that, that's me not being a horror fan. So, yeah. But so, did you play Five and Six? Uh, I played five, and you know what? I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, but I understand people who, who were fully like, "I want a repeat of Resident Evil Four, the best game ever made," uh, would have been massively disappointed by it. And then, like the co-op stuff, like they probably just shouldn't have bothered. To be honest, it was like uh, like playing it with a mate was fine, but if you didn't have a friend, like just relying on the AI was just a fucking nightmare. So yeah, yeah, I bet. 
Yeah. It also made me hate QTEs more than I already did. Yes. Because it's the worst. Even the even the boulder punch. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've talked about this before, but Prince of Persia, when that one came back, that, that, that first 3D one, I was like, oh, wow, mm, Prince of Persia is amazing. Like, yeah, so I think I might have played... Was that... Was that Sound of Time. Yeah, Sound of Time. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. what came out on. It's like PS2, Xbox, GameCube. You know, yeah. Era. I, mean, I suppose I arguably I... that had very little in common with the older ones. Yeah, the original yeah. ones on Mega Drive and stuff. Yeah, yeah. which I enjoyed. But then it's like, oh wow, Prince and like the fact it sort of redefined itself in the 3D space. Uh, yeah, I thought that, that was great. And basically set a lot of the rules for like 3D platformers. That, like, yeah. <laughs> in yeah. a lot of ways. Surely um, that has to be a franchise that's going to come back. Or well, maybe it's just people of our age group that remember it. Like no one else, obviously. But then know, they fouled it up, didn't they, by making everything grim dark like the whole yeah, time? Yeah, they made it, it all was... moody, and then there was the film, yeah, um, yeah with yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal in it, and then there's the Prince of Persia 2008, which was a, a bold reinvention. Um, how successful it was depends who you talk to, um, but certainly that yeah, they they tried to make like a, a proper go of of like redoing it, and then I don't know, yeah, they, I think I think that was the last one. Jesus Christ, has it seriously been eleven? Yeah, because that was in 2008. It's been 11 years since we've had a Prince of Persia game. Surely not. Bring it back. Put PS5 launch title. Come on. Yeah, mate. Just think of all the sand they could, all the, you know, the uh, ray tracing sand they could do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Sorry. I've just Googled Prince of Persia and it. You know, have, have, you, have you got safe mode on or off? Like, uh, it, it... Off, uh, but so you know, obviously, it could be Google's like, here's what people have asked about this thing. Oh, no. People also ask, is Prince of Persia a real story? Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> oh my god! Answer in that there was a place called Persia. We now refer to it as Iran, and it did have at least one prince. That's about it. There's no <laughs> such thing as a magical dagger that can reverse time if you let the sand out of the impractical glass handle. The movie is don't, based on a video game. Don't spoil it, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay. I mean, unfortunately, Google's already tracked that I clicked on that question now and thinks I'm an idiot. Yeah, it thinks you don't have any understanding of yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, uh, what about favourite weapons? Favorite weapons? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Cerebral Ball is always the answer for me. But um, yeah. The what? Yeah. So what's that? What did you say, Matt? I didn't hear. Cerebral bore, obviously from Turok. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not actually useful, though, is it? It's just absurd. Yeah, but it's just cool as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, grenade launcher from Quake Two. The noise it makes is is brilliant. Um, I go for super shotgun from Doom Two because uh, I was the noise say, that yeah, makes that's... is amazing. It's uh, yep. and the, the the heft of it. It's very good. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, also next, like Quake Quake's Sword in Dark Souls was a oh yeah, yeah. A special weapon. Yeah, definitely the best one in the game, mate. Um, right, what's next, James? James. Okay, uh, Rafi says after listening to Sean talk enthusiastically about Gears of War pop, but not feeling like they wanted to spend money, I wanted to ask: Is there a free-to-play model that you are comfortable with? And if not, do you have any ideas on how to make free-to-play games better for gamers, whilst also ensuring stable revenue for development teams? I've no idea think. how to do I mean, that. James, I know <laughs> you say, James, as soon as you open an app and you see like you can buy gems or whatever, that you're instantly angry. Well, I'm um, instantly not interested in playing that game, is, is what happens. But I find that really strange. Like that, that, Just 
well, play the game. Like it, it, just because they say you want to buy something, they're obviously going to do that because they need to make money to sustain game development. No, but then I also know it's been. I know that the game has been designed to try and part money from me, and I just that means it's been designed around that game mechanic in the same way that arcade games always were. And it's yeah. just, and I never really liked arcade games that much for the same reason. It's just I want to be able to pay some money and play a game. I don't want to feel like I'm I'm being manipulated into spending more money while I'm playing it. No, I, I, I can uh, get behind that, yeah. Um, I mean, in terms yeah, of, yeah, like, free-to-play models that I can't, I'm comfortable with, I mean, yeah, the ones where I don't feel like I need to spend any money, but obviously that's the death of the, the devs. So mm. I, don't, I don't know what the middle ground is, as you say, James. I mean, James, for me, I, if I nothing. play a game, what, if it doesn't have all the gem stuff, I mean, I, that, I see that, and that, that doesn't bother me because I want to mm. actually judge the game on what the game's like, regardless of if you can buy gems or not. Because, like, I, I played games where... They might have that gem stuff in it, and I don't like the game. But if I play a game like that, and actually the game is brilliant, or I'm really addicted to it, or I've had lots of fun, I don't mind buying some of the currency to sort of reward the developers if the game is great, yeah. regardless of whether that mechanic is in or out. I, I think it's unfair to say, oh, you can buy stuff in a game. It's been designed around that. Obviously, these these companies are businesses, and ultimately they're there to make money, ultimately make money from people buying the game and or buying things within the game. But I think it's really unfair to say, oh, you can buy something in the game. It's been designed around that. Some people might be making a game and thinking, oh, well, we need to obviously get some monetization into this. How can we do that? We'll use what everyone else is doing in modern gaming. You can buy a currency and maybe that could help you through the game or help support the game or you can get things faster. I don't know. Um, but I say most games are going to use this sort of mechanic because this is just what modern gaming is about. You buy a currency with your real currency and that helps you in the game. Yeah, but that's, um, as I said, I, I know what that's you're saying, fine, but, like, but, but once I don't you see something to do that. I don't, I don't, <laughs> if I want to, I don't have to do that. If I don't want to, and I don't want to, because it doesn't make me feel comfortable. I mean, it's of course. Like, yeah. I, it's, one question to me: it's the fact that, like, if something has free-to-play elements, it plants that that seed of doubt that, like, if you get to a difficult bit in the game, you're just like, well, is this is this supposed to be difficult, or am I now supposed to pay money? It is it's and, exactly. It's like, is this yeah. rigged? It's like any gacha yeah. machine. It's like you yeah. know that this has been designed in this way to extract as much money as possible. That's the whole purpose. But, of but, it. but like, even if it hasn't. Like mm. for argument's sake, like say, like like Matt's suggesting, yeah, there, there, of course there will be games that you know have a free to play model but aren't designed cynically. Yeah, but there's still that the question lingers for me, um, regardless. Also, so, my question here is: it says, here, is there a free to play model that you are comfortable with? And it says, if if not, do you have any ideas on how to make free to play games better for gamers whilst also ensure stable revenue? In mm. terms of stable revenue, before um, like free to play happened on mobile. Did developers make money on iOS and on Android from selling games? God, yeah. So then what's the problem here? Well, <laughs> no, because they did, because the market is different they just back didn't then. Make back all then. The people yeah, like, yeah, oh, hang on, yeah. I can play a game on my mobile telephone. I will pay the four, <laughs> five, eight pound, whatever it is. But now people are like, there's loads of free games. I'm not going to bother. Like, So it was a different it's a different time back then. People, yeah. I myself, were was spending money on apps, on games, because it's like, wow, I bought a game digitally on my, on my telephone. And now, with free to play happen, the bottom fell out of the market, and it's like race to the bottom, or whatever it is. And then mm-hmm. people are having to find other ways to make money. So people yeah. were, were making money, but people were. It was a novelty. It was like, wow, I can. Buy it wasn't a game. just a novelty though. There was really good games as well that were worth but paying no, but, money but, for. Yeah, and that's right, the whole point. Is I feel that free to play devalues games. It it devalues oh, what yeah. games are worth, and it's. It's it's basically trying to figure out this sort of thing of like how much will people pay to like play games. I'd rather I'd rather play the money up front and just 
that's the value of what the game is. I mean, this is one of the things, I mean, Nintendo have always been on about, is this idea of, like, games getting... I mean, it's it's the problem with, like, with PS4 and Xbox One, isn't it? It's like, you buy a game, then after a couple of days or whatever, it's suddenly worth nothing, like, at all. You know, like, well, okay, after a couple of weeks, it's worth, like, you know, £10 when you've paid, like, 40 for it, whereas you don't get that with, like, Xbox... with, um, like, with Nintendo games, because there is generally that idea that they hold their value. And I... I just don't like this concept of like of giving away stuff for free when actually this people's labor and people's work has gone into this and they deserve to be paid for it but I still feel it would be better for them to be paid up front rather than trying to sort of figure out some way to sort of kind of get money out of people you know using the free to play model. Hmm. That was a rant yeah. and I it didn't I didn't know where I was going with it but um, No that's no, fine. Um, <laughs> I mean I've got an answer but you, you go Sean. Uh, no, I, I was just going to say, for me, the the ideal is basically the situation Matt was describing, where I'm like, I've played a game for like a free to play game for like ten hours, and I'm like, yeah, do you know what? A, a fiver for some currency, currency or some cosmetic shit, whatever, because I feel like I'm just paying what I would have paid for the game anyway if I had to pay up front. Um, so that to me, that you know, I don't feel like I've been manipulated into doing that. It just feels like me basically saying thanks <laughs> for the game. Um, so to me, that's that's like the ideal. But yeah, yeah. I mean, Fire Emblem Heroes. I had loads of fun with that, and it was well worth the the twenty or thirty quid <laughs> I put into it. But also, that was way less egregious than Gears of War Pop, whereby you play that in the first after the first game, the first like few minutes, minute or two, suddenly you go away four hours for a chest to open. I was like, fuck, fuck that. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. my my answer for this is if I play. I mean, it's not a model these days, so it's not really a thing. But I used to like it. If I played a free-to-play game, but I had ads in, I would easily pay the one, two, three, five pound, whatever it is, to remove ads. Yeah, I'm and, up with um, that. That's fine. Yeah. Because obviously, like, famously Flappy Bird was making absolutely fuckloads of money just because <laughs> I had ads in the app, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then I can't remember if you could play a, I, if you could play premium to remove them. But, you know, those are games I've played... If it's got ads uh, and I'm enjoying it and I play like an hour or even less than that, but I'm enjoying it, I will happily pay the money to get rid of the ads. So hopefully that goes to the developer mm. and then I can just play the game indefinitely with no ads. But mm. I mean, totally today's model is today's model. It clearly is to do the, the gem route and that's just the way it is. I mean, See, I, I'm sure that will change with all these things. They change, there are trends and, um, and the model will change over time. See, I, I completely agree with you because I did that on numerous occasions when I played mobile games. I used to always, you know, just think, okay, I'll just pay out the cash so I don't have to see adverts. I'm, I've, Definitely, yeah. That was absolutely fine. As I've said repeatedly, I just don't like the idea that this system then creates games that are being designed around these mechanics because I just don't like it. <laughs> I don't have, a, I don't have a, a good enough reason apart from that. I he just, doesn't like it. I just oh, don't like it. like it. And it's already nearly 11 o'clock. Anyway... <laughs> Yeah, I it's know. Twi- you, yeah, there's, there's to a, 11, f- James. a few emails already missing from the doc. I've noticed. Yeah, I've right. not deleted anything. Nothing's been deleted this time. It's um, yeah. Anyway, Capone has said, "Really enjoyed the FIFA stream. I love the idea that someone somewhere was browsing Twitch, wondering why some uh, some guys streaming FIFA 17." Not only that, Sean at one point was the biggest FIFA 7, 2017 stream on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> which was amazing just put behind him with like 50, 60 viewers no no well, well, Sean was at a top of 100 I'll do it. 
Amazing. That's incredible. But anyway, um, then I started thinking about this more. I mean, streaming older games in a series is pretty standard, isn't it? But for some reason, playing older versions of football games seems weird, as updates generally improve and reflect the latest real-world teams. I say this as someone who doesn't follow the series closely, so perhaps I'm missing something. Have, you ever, have any of you ever not enjoyed a FIFA update and gone back to the older one? People do do that. That does that do does they? happen sometimes, yeah. Well, this it, is why they just start shutting the servers off for the older ones, isn't it? Because there must that, still be people playing them. Yeah. And they're just I mean, trying to hurry everyone to the newer ones. Also, people still playing like Pez and stuff like that because they don't want to play FIFA or whatever, or they, you know, yeah. they, or they don't like the new versions of Pez, whatever. That does yeah. happen, like yeah, quite frequently. I mean, with FIFA, it happened like it started in '94, but FIFA '95 was brilliant. FIFA '96 was when they moved to 3D, and it was dreadful. It and was, I still yeah. remember playing FIFA '95 when FIFA '96 was out on Saturn because it was just the the free. It's the first 3D one. It was just bad. And then FIFA 97 wasn't great. FIFA Road to the World Cup 98 was a bit more of a return to form. And then it sort of, it was very much in like a FIFA model from there on in, there on out, I guess. But uh, yeah, I definitely remember loving FIFA 95 and FIFA 96 being bad, bad, mm-hmm. bad, bad. Yeah. yeah, that's my answer probably. They do, yeah. I mean, they do sometimes, I mean, they, I, a, few, a couple of generations ago, Sean, they really changed the defending mechanism and how that worked. And right. people were initially not happy, but then now it's fine. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's that. Uh, no, it's it's an interesting point though that yeah, you sort of with my, like it says like with a lot of series, you wouldn't it wouldn't seem strange to go back to a previous iteration, but like with sports games or shooters, I guess to an extent, it's it's often the case of like, well, why would you play the old one? The new one's out. Like it's <laughs> but also yeah, it's, it's a shame because when when like Pez was doing much better than it is now. There yep. really was like a rivalry between the two, and FIFA was yeah, really yeah. far behind for like a long time as well. Mm-hmm. And yep. they did a lot to catch up and to become mm-hmm. like actually good, like and like games worth playing. But the thing is now is now it really is FIFA is mostly the only game in town. Like I mean, Pez yeah. gets released, but it's not to the fanfare it used to be, and it's a shame because then it does feel like EA just do the bare minimum now. Really, you know, to yeah, because there's uh, no real competition. Yeah, yeah, it's which is a shame. It's like guess what, yeah, our I game mean, works online. <laughs> which one are you yeah. going to play? <laughs> yeah, which is a yeah massive yeah. advantage. Because <laughs> yeah. if people if you ask me what my favourite football game is, my first the first thing that comes into my brain is ISS Pro ninety eight on the PlayStation. I think mm-hmm. ISS sixty four. That was an amazing game. But yeah, I I, I I did like it. But yeah, Pro ninety eight was like the one that 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 sticks in my mind. I've had so many games played of that, and I remember that you know the reviews and like CVG or whatever it was at the time saying you know this is just a stunning representation of football and. You know, like FIFA, that, that was like Road to the World Cup time, but it wasn't mm-hmm. wasn't great. And ISIS Pro was like that was like the the football fans' choice of football game. Yeah, and yeah, you're right. It's sad that we don't have that anymore, and FIFA's just doing what it's doing. Um, I mean, are we ever going to get someone coming into the, the scene now? Like no. FIFA's got the licenses, so I'd say it's highly um, unlikely. Because yeah. I mean, like Pez, apart from the online aspect, Pez has always been a good game of football and I've always felt like it's a much more realistic game of football. FIFA might have the graphics, the licenses, the commentators, the teams, everything, the graphics. Uh, but Pez was just, as a pure like game of football, felt more realistic and I, I, I way, way preferred it. But like, So even if you have a better game, you still really can't compete on what people love, which is the graphics, the commentators, the licenses, the stadiums. It's, it's tough, really. I, I, mm. I don't really see I anyone mean- else coming in now. It's also because the last couple of versions of Pez, from what I've heard, of like, I mean, I think the most recent one is supposed to be very, very good, but for a couple of years it was really not great and mm. um, turned a lot of people off. Yeah. Well, no, I think actually they were good, but it was like so far behind. 
in the online space. Then, mm-hmm. like, you know, obviously, so many people play this online. Um, that, yeah, I mean, there's no chance of me playing an on- offline game of pets or FIFA. But it's all so if that game has no really no decent online mode, it's just dead and it's just dead in the water for most people. So mm. it's a shame. Yeah. Really. Well, shame. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's go tweets. on to tweets because uh, James is complaining about the time. Yes. Um, <laughs> we'll, it's at Computer Game Poll on Twitter. We'll answer this one. This is the last time we're going to answer this question <laughs> ever. <laughs> Curtis at Luke Cage H4H. Will one of you be playing Sekiro for the Game of the Year show? <laughs> now, a lot of people seem to think none of us have played it. Like, James played it for many, many hours for like good two weeks, whatever, and then went away on holiday and then didn't want to go back to it. So there you go. I put That's five it. Or so Played. Five or, uh, yeah, he 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 loved it, but stopped because he you know, came back and couldn't be asked. He couldn't be asked. wasn't in the mood. I played for like mm, three or so hours. Re enjoyed it, but other things happened, and I just wasn't in the mood. Um, so probably not at this rate. <laughs> it's right, looking you know unlikely. Yeah. It's looking yeah. unlikely. You know, not every game is for everyone. We only have so much time. That that's where we are. Yeah. Also, Luke uh, says, seriously, where's my Overcooked Two Mega Stream? I mean, do, we, we do, do still do need that. to do that, but it's uh, yeah. And how much closer is Farley to playing Zero Escape? <laughs> About as close as I was last time we asked. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen anytime soon, probably. Okay, uh, TCGS fans at TCGS fans on Twitter. Now that Sean has become a regular messy, is there a genre or type of game that the other team members totally hate that they would be made to play live on stream? Just thinking about sharing out the torture here, although James has already had to play Beyond. I was going to say this is this is like me playing FIFA that I didn't really want to do is very much me playing catch up because everyone else's stream shit they they found horrifying or boring or just shite. So I mean, really, you yeah. guys have already put the time in. I mean, I went through Resi too. I mean, it was a great yeah. game, but also horrific. You know? Yeah. Um, and James has played David Cage's back catalogue, so that's him done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a game I would hate to play on stream. I mean. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously, no one likes being stuck on puzzles in front of an audience, and I got stuck on an incredibly easy one in Resident Evil 2, so... Oh, do The Witness. No, yeah, I, 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 I actually loved no, The Witness. Yeah. I loved it. I oh, did it you? Okay, sorry, yeah, 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 you're right, yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, I mean, um, I think Inside like, just beat that for Game of the Year for me that year. Was, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love The Witness, but yeah, obviously, incredibly difficult at points, but I, yeah, yeah just uh, that's an amazing game. Mm. I can't think of like a game I'd hate, but I'm sure someone would let me know what game. <laughs> I mean, any any horror game, I guess. Yeah, yeah. but then I mean, you've already Blair successfully now, done that, and it was very entertaining. So, yeah, I know there's a Blair Witch game out now, and oh, yeah. that's on Game Pass. And the Blair Witch Project is still the scariest film I've ever seen. Yeah. Is it on and, Game uh, Really fucked me up. I think someone says on Game Pass. Yeah, maybe mm. I'm wrong. I'll be streaming I that on in the future then. Twitter.com. Yeah. Um, yeah, so maybe another like really really bad horror game. Because as much as I love Resident Evil 2, there were points where I'm like, this is horrendous and I want to be sick. Um, so, is there anything else for you, Sean? That you, I mean, FIFA is happening now. I mean, FIFA's the the one, really. Um, I mean, I don't know, maybe if like the community pressured me into like getting good at fighting games or something, that'd just be, that'd be miserable. Not up yeah. for it. If they Sorry. said, okay, you need to get on the Capcom Pro Tour or whatever it is, we want to see EGX on the stage doing that. Yeah, no thanks. Not a fan. No, it's not happening. Sorry. Uh, well, we'll cover, do this one as well because it's related. Uh, the Nick Parson at Argo underscore Bertha on Twitter. If FPS games are shooty bang bang games to Sean, what would football games be to him? Uh, kicky ball balls. Kicky ball balls, yeah, of course. Obviously. Uh, 
I was going to say shooty shoot shoot, but kicking ball balls is, is way better. Um, Thomas at Lamafla42. Hong Kong motherfuckers, are any of you interested in the forthcoming Untitled Goose game? I think I am, you know. I was a bit like when the first trailer came out, I was a bit like, yeah, but what is it? And is it just going to be one of those that everyone, you know, like it's funny on paper and everyone talks about it, and then it comes out and it's like, mm, it's not actually that great. But actually, there's like tons of like funny little objectives and stuff. It, it looks really cool. Yeah, so, it yeah. looks fantastic. I rezzed. Yeah. when we saw it and yeah um, yeah yeah totally uh, yeah and I, I was the same as you i was like oh it's another kooky indie game like, <laughs> like you know it looks great in gifts and yeah on exactly Twitch, but yeah. like what's actually like as a game but no, it did look really entertaining uh yeah. watching it being played at, at res so, yeah, so yeah, we'll yeah. see that's that yeah. what september 20th same day as god that's the Air, same day as the area 51 raid um <laughs> which is which is the only thing in the calendar on that day oh yeah, also yeah. there's a zelda game i mean that's coming out isn't it oh yeah 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 that minor but it's mostly event. about the Air 51 yeah, raid. Yeah. I guess I'll be playing Zelda on the way to Nevada. Or in Nevada. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, okay, uh, what's the, this is Thomas again. What's the best way of ridding yourself of the compulsion to unnecessarily buy games on day one? That's a question to Sean and James, not Matt, as he's worse than me. <laughs> um, I just Haven't we all got that to some extent? Yeah, I, I'm pretty good these days. Like... I don't know. Unless it's something I'm really excited about. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good. Like... And I'm sure I've said this before, but I always just remind myself of Fallout 4. Like, when that came out, it was like the week before Payday it came out. And I was like, oh, man, I'm really excited about Fallout 4. Um, and, oh, but I can't get it this week. I'll just have to wait one week. By the end of that week, no one was talking about it. <laughs> and I was just like, is Fallout 4 not great? And everyone was like, eh, it's fine. I was like, yeah, do you know what? I'm going to keep my £40. <laughs> and and <laughs> it was just like... one week cured you. Yeah, and it was like, and then once you've seen it once and become aware of it, you when you see how quickly the conversation moves on from certain games, you you just like, yeah, this probably isn't necessary, or certainly I don't need to buy it at full price. I mean, you know, if you're in the cycle of just like buying stuff new, caning it in a week, and then trading it in for the next thing, that's fine. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty, I got pretty good impulse control these days. What about you, James? Yeah, I'm I'm terrible, James. Ah. Uh kind of the same it depends on what it is though because I, I often get hooked in these days with like switch releases like astral train yeah. i was interested in but then i was like ah, oh, i can wait for this but then i suddenly realized i couldn't and i just really wanted to play it and yeah mm-hmm. which happens but usually mostly with switch games though i don't really get that with, with ps4 games that much these days yeah oh, really so if everyone on twitter is like oh two days to go you're not like oh, fuck maybe i should order it now <laughs> and it'll go on release date as well not really not so much it's, yeah, yeah. Because I, so I traded in um, Fire Emblem for Astral Chain because uh, congratulations. I'm thank proud you. Of you. Um, well, yeah, because there was a there was a real risk that I would just not have played much else for the rest of the year. So, um, so yeah, do you know what? It's like it, I I was still enjoying it, but it wasn't showing me anything new. It like it wasn't going to do anything that was going to change what you know how I felt about it. So I was like, yeah, do you know what? That that can go. Um, but yeah, I don't know how long Astral Chain is. Maybe I can cane that and then trade it in against well apparently Zelda. 35 hours so oh, uh, all right well no chance then yeah cool. i thought the same uh, yeah I, mean, I did the same i was like i got control i was like let's just you know crush mm. it over a week and i did that and I, I got like 30 quid towards astral chain um, mm-hmm. but that the way it was the same yeah i mean I'm, not, it's, I'm just the worst person on earth i do this for everything you know it doesn't matter what it is i'm like i mean i've never been into the marvel stuff but whenever it's like end game end game tonight i'm like oh, i sort of feel a bit jealous i'm not part of that that excitement of that, yeah that's the movie. thing isn't it it's not even the it's not like i need this as soon as possible it's 
it's being part of the thing at the time that, yeah, <laughs> that it's I mean, happening. Yeah, I half the fun of a new game is like being there on like day one for like the conversation and people are like, oh, yeah. I've played this, or, have you got this, or what level are you on now, or what have you done with your character, or, what, what have you seen, you know, like, yeah. you know, uh, and the best example of that for me was when like uh, Breath of the Wild came yes. out, you know, and that, uh, sometimes still happens now, yeah, you still see like videos and gifts of that game, but yeah, yeah. in that first like, month i guess it was maybe longer than that it was like every day like oh have you seen this or who's been there and, yeah, and that's yeah. a game unlike most games we're like oh i don't want to say anything about this game like control or something it's a spoiler mm-hmm. um that game because you can go in any direction for any point uh, there were so many things in the game it wasn't it wasn't a linear narrative that even when someone said oh i've been to this place and done this you weren't like oh you've earned it now it was like yeah. oh wow but have you seen this so that was yeah, a really like, unique game in that regards yeah, because so many people were like, oh man, I've seen this video on Twitter and it's like, it's, you found out there's something you can do in Breath of the Wild. And it's like, mate, there's hundreds of things like that. And I guarantee you'll find your own. Like, don't worry about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fascinating. And, like, and that, 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 that's what really happens. But um, yeah, yeah like, being a part of the conversation is it. And I just, I'm missing out on things. So I, I, I mean, yeah, I just want to be a day one, a day yeah. one or death, basically. <laughs> uh, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um, uh, Sean Thomas at Sean S. Thomas on Twitter with the news that the 3DS and the Wii U are now officially dead. Uh, is that official? Is that official? I What's the deal there? I mean, I mean dead the in what sense? Like they're not making games for them anymore, right? Is that what he means? I know. I, nothing, I, I, I assume official they're still statement, have there. Um, I've no I mean, idea. Obviously, yeah, the Wii U, like the, server, the the shops being closed down and stuff, but the 3DS, I thought that was still sort of. Oh, it's still the, it was the uh, it was the original Wii that had the shop closed, wasn't it? I think the Wii U eShop okay. is still still live and kicking, mate, and well, busier than ever. News, I'm sure. With the apparent um, news that the 3DS and Wii U are now officially dead, and the success of the Switch, do you think for the first time in Nintendo's history we'll see a straightforward single platform follow up, or even an iPhone model of yearly updates where old models gradually die out? I mean, I so when was so. the last time Nintendo was just a single platform? Obviously, before the 3DS. I, I, guess, I right? genuinely can't remember because obviously before 3DS it was the Game Boy and the Game Boy Advance and they've always had two on the go. Yeah, it was like a home um, console and a handheld and now it's just... Sorry, oh, yeah, I'm reading the question that's probably why he says for the first time in Nintendo's history we'll see a straightforward... Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I, I think that's, that is... Given how well the Switch has done um, I don't see why they would change from that in future i guess but yeah, then, the issue is uh, the reason you know it, it's handheld consoles have done well yeah uh, is because they've also been cheaper than the ha- the home the you know the home True. systems and so like and the obviously switch is <laughs> 300 pounds even the switch mm. light was is that's like 200 pounds so yeah it's still nowhere near the 2ds price bracket of 100 quid with a game or whatever mm-hmm. that was yeah um but yeah i i can see them just sticking with switch i mean mm-hmm. um i hope they do see yeah, it would be good for them to focus on one console for sure. I mean, mm. they haven't been focusing on 3DS for a long time anyway, it seems yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's just cool that everything, because obviously, yeah, the, as we all know, the Wii U suffered for, um, you know, from a lack of first-party stuff, whereas now it's like, well, imagine if everything that went to the 3DS also went to the Wii U, because that's what we're now getting with the Switch. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I can I can see them just doing incremental updates. I mean, probably not yearly, but we're obviously already now seeing like three years down the line. Yeah, three years down the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this new version of the Switch with improved processor and and which gives us better battery life. We've got the light now, so maybe every couple it's of years no more we'll see powerful, an update. Though, is it? Like, I think yeah, like it's Sean suggesting that maybe we'll see one that is actually like a little bit better. But I don't know if Nintendo would want to 
I don't know. That, would they worry about that being confusing for people? I don't actually know because well, then we so had so the new 3DS, which was yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So who yeah. Knows? So do you think we're more likely to see a Switch Two, or obviously the Switch Pro rumor has been around for a while? But do you think in the future we're more likely to see Switch Two, Switch Three, Switch Three, etc., or just the new Switch or Switch? I'm starting Pro? to feel like if Switch Pro was a thing, we'd have seen something by now or heard something concrete do you i mean like it makes sense to get a cheap one out before christmas and then yeah, next true. year in yeah. the year of ne- you know ps5 and xbox one x bang here's a much more power here's a more powerful potentially yeah. or bigger screen yeah, yeah, yeah. or fancier switch console yeah i mean i think yeah certainly like switch 2 if that is a thing is is a long way off so yeah maybe it's, it certainly wouldn't do them any harm to do a switch pro like you say basically the same internals but just like nicer in mm-hmm. in various yeah. ways bigger um, screen bluetooth audio yeah, yeah, yeah. God, yeah. Imagine. Um, imagine releasing a device with Bluetooth audio in 2019. Um, that still does madden. Yeah, that it's annoying. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think that, that is all I've got to say. Cool. What's next? Um, <laughs> Mike Petit. No, for fuck's sake. Which one's this? <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's Petit. Petit. Okay, Petit. Mike Petit 89. Yeah, we'll end on yeah. this one. As the games industry slash internet slash world proves itself to be a shitty cesspit once again, what makes you guys happy slash optimistic? Not thinking about the internet. <laughs> yeah, ignoring all that. Focusing I mean, what like... is actually like in my immediate vicinity and not the, the things that are on the, the misery portal that is my telephone. Yeah. It, it's actually, it's video games, I'll be honest. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I lose myself in these things called video games. But mm-hmm. if, I mean, I'm not sure if there's been like, specific about the games industry rather than like just generally, but yeah, just, in terms yeah. of the games industry, it's just I, I, like the... I still get a lot of delight and happiness from seeing indie games come out and new mm-hmm. ideas yeah. sprouting from them. Like it's that's where the most happiness for it comes from. It's just seeing crazy new indie games or new developers or new stories, exciting things, new things yeah, that definitely. big publishers and developers aren't doing because you know it's it's too much of a risk and stuff. Um, yeah, that stuff still still sort of makes me happy and optimistic. In terms of general world stuff, I, I don't know. It's hard to say at the moment. Isn't it? mm. It's pretty hard to find some uh, optimism out there. Yeah. What do you think, James? Uh, very little. It would be my answer today. <laughs> at the moment, there's very little that makes me feel like that. Like Matt yeah. said, though, it's probably games. I mean, yeah, I enjoy that. <laughs> I mean, certainly, really. like I know. Um, I think Matt watched the stream. I don't know if you did, James. Like, I if you are feeling just shit about everything that's going on, I I really recommend Wonder Song. Like, it's oh yeah, definitely. E- like easily one of the most life affirming things I've ever played. Um, but yeah, cannot recommend it enough. If you're feeling shit, I recommend going to our YouTube channel and just watching every <laughs> play by the bell in order. <laughs> that, that will cheer you up. What does watch any of our stuff on there? Yeah, it, it like life is tough at the moment. There's so much going on, and it's just it's so it's you have to really block it out as much as you can because it's just there's just shit. I'm everywhere. still like so my Twitter account is locked now, and I think I prefer it. Because again, it's it doesn't mean we can't retweet you, which is a bit annoying. But yeah, uh, yeah sorry. I, I mean, you know, I yeah, I've, I've said before, like if it wasn't for wanting to be able to promote show stuff, I think I would be off it completely. Um, so yeah, like I can share show stuff, but then yeah, you can't retweet me from the show account. But um, yeah, I, uh, Twitter is just fucking relentless, and especially this week, as we've discussed. Um, but then equally, if it wasn't for Twitter. I would not have heard of, you know, like all the, you know, accounts of, you know, things that have been brought up this week. And that has, has been an education for me. So, you know, it's like, 
it's like with Twitter, you, you know, you sometimes you're reading bad stuff and you're like, this is upsetting to me, but there is, you know, there's education in it. And then sometimes you're just like, I don't need to see what Ben Shapiro thinks today. Thank you. It's just not necessary. Um, or, or, or ever. Or really. ever. Yeah. Like sometimes it's like, oh, I'm just punishing myself here. Like this is, this is completely fruitless. Um, so it, it's sort of, yeah, I don't know. How, how do you, how do you filter out the just unnecessarily bad stuff with the, you know, this is painful to read, but I, it's something I should probably know about stuff. I will um, say in terms of like social media, like like Twitter just isn't a happy social media place. I I, no. I, I enjoy it and I go on it every day, like multiple times a day, obviously, but it's not a happy network. Whereas for me, no. I think Instagram is yes. a happier place for yeah, sure. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, totally. it, that has its own issues, you know, with yeah. influencers and ads and fake sort of uh, flexing and this and the other but generally on the whole you know instagram is a much better place for like for mental health just to scroll yeah. through those pictures you see nice stuff landscapes etc etc yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah, not totally. inundated with, with shit as long as you don't read the comment as long as you promise to never read the comments <laughs> um That's yeah, no, anything, instagram's, instagram's a way happier network than, yeah. than twitter will ever be yeah, you know what we agreed. miss we miss we miss meverse that's that's what's uh that yeah one. yeah man <laughs> wasn't 100%. bad yeah uh, so, so on Switch, like, so can you not? You can draw on Switch, can't you? With like a with like a regular stylus, right? So I, I, I don't know why yeah, yeah. they didn't bring Miiverse back. It's still, like, especially with Switch, a bigger screen. It's, I guess because yeah, a stylus wasn't like, built in, it might be like an issue. I mean, it, that could, yeah, because uh, I know, like, obviously with the Switch, there was definitely a concerted effort to be like, like the interface is not cute or funny or weird, like they have been in the past. It's so streamlined, and I, I appreciate that because. Like you know, the 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 menu is like, like from turning it on to actually getting a game, it's quicker than like the PS4 or whatever. Um, so I'm glad of that. But then Miiverse could just be a separate app. There's no reason it didn't yeah. have to be like you know, because you know, like on the like the Wii U, it was all sort of integrated. You had all the the Mii's running around and stuff, which was great. But you don't have to do that stuff. Like Miiverse can still be a separate thing and just doing like you know the Everybody Votes channel and shit. I love that. I mean, me's in general really held back, aren't they? I mean, you, you create yeah. a me when you create an account, and you might do like a profile picture, but that's yeah. it. There's nothing else me related. But it's it's interesting I mean, that I think because I don't think people are too bothered about me's anymore, right? And I think Nintendo saw that coming. I think if they'd made like another big song and dance about me's, everyone would have been like, eh, "All right, I'm <laughs> not really bothered." Um, so I think it was the right move. But yeah, it is. It's strange for a company to see that coming and just not really bother with the with the new hardware ever like yeah you know like it's like you know if the new xbox came out and they just sort of went like yeah it doesn't really do achievements anymore like <laughs> yeah um it was like you know, it's not a cool thing anymore yeah like you sort of like if i'm being honest yeah i don't really care but it would seem weird for them to just not mm. really bother making a fuss about it but yeah i, so I, mean, I, I completely think, yeah. forgot what my original point was someone else they talk. should bring me verse back is they the should answer. bring me verse back yeah do that it was good but yeah, yeah I mean, but I'm sure so they just wouldn't want the bother of like trying to moderate something like that in this day and age. <laughs> True. Be, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, especially because there's so many more Switch owners now. Like It'd be even worse than it was on Wii U. At least they could talk to all the Wii U people in a room and say, don't do that. Yeah. Uh, here it is. They've, they literally <laughs> sold millions of consoles. So we just have daily it. people yeah. moaning about censorship, wouldn't we? It's, it's what's yeah. going on. Yeah, and like pictures being deleted without being told why. I mean, it happened in like Super Mario Maker 2, so it's going <laughs> to yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Happen to me first. Uh, that's it for tweets. Thank you for your for your tweets. Let's get on to the end bit. Uh, today is Wednesday. If you're listening to this on the day this podcast comes out, and Sean is back with Sean Bell the Journey, the second stream <laughs> yeah. tonight at 9 p.m. on twitch.tv slash the computer game show. Even if you're not into FIFA or into football or whatever, it's well worth I'm a watch. I'm certainly not. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The person streaming isn't. So, you, that means you don't have to be. But it, it was absolutely brilliant watch last week. I cannot wait for, for, for tonight's episode. And, um, Thanks, man. Or, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, please go over to our Twitch channel uh, and watch Sean there. Uh, there's no Friday streams from James for the next few weeks. Uh, James is going to have a well-deserved break. Um, and so nothing on, nothing on Friday. But on Sunday, uh, me and James will be back to hopefully get Alex Kidd and America World finished. I can't make any promises. <laughs> Maybe if I concentrate on the game and just think business and not talk about you know weird ways you position your body when you're playing games <laughs> and mobile phone contracts that it kicked off on, Friday, on Sunday but yeah Sunday night that is me and James from half past eight on twitch.tv slash computer game show if you've got Amazon Prime and there's many of you out there that have it you also have Twitch Prime if you to connect your accounts and with that you get one free subscription every month and uh, many of you do but we'd really appreciate it if you go over to our channel and give us your monthly sub um, you can't spend you can't spend it on yourself you have to give it to someone and we'd love it if you gave, came over to our channel and gave it to us we'd really appreciate it uh, we're also on Patreon if you want to support the show in another way patreon.com slash tcgs uh, you can give us various bits of money to get some like exclusive podcasts or early access to our videos speaking of which our nintendo wii at e3 2006 is now uh, available to watch for everyone it's like on our youtube channel just search for tcgs on youtube uh, that nintendo wii one was was great especially because really the previous one we did was wii u yeah. and there was a massive <laughs> contrast um yeah so go to our you just search for tcgs on youtube and you'll find us and, and that video is now available uh we launched a store in the last couple of weeks go to the computergameshow.com slash store and you can get some t-shirts and other merch um there's 10 percent off up until the 20th of september an extra five on top of that as well if you're a patreon uh, subscribers so i think about going over to the uh, we've got the website i've just mentioned and star calls we are going to record the round table this week in fact by this time you listen to this we should have already recorded it mm. in which case i was gonna say send your emails in don't because it's already too late <laughs> i mean you can but we won't read them and we won't yeah. respond to them hopefully so, if you if you listen to this it is now too late to send your emails in it's basically <laughs> what i'm gonna say um hopefully the round table will be out soon if we have indeed recorded it last night as planned uh, and that's it um, yeah guys it's been another long one I don't know how this keeps happening um, it's a problem <laughs> that we need to fix the games keep coming but I, yeah. I, I, actually next week I don't sorry this week I don't think anything big is coming maybe I've forgotten something but uh, yeah there'll be something we've forgotten I think about. it's a quiet one but who Can't knows wait. I've got Astral Chain to get, to get done and yeah. can you please try and play a bit of Control I know it doesn't inspire you but yeah well no, I'll play, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll see no, uh, <laughs> right cool thanks for listening um it's it's always weird like when we do a long one i'm sort of a bit like apologetic but then people are like fuck yeah this is great this is gonna last me like a whole week's worth of commutes so um yeah cheers to those people i guess uh thanks for listening and thanks for just uh, letting us be natural basically cheers goodbye bye bye